Oh, hi everyone. Welcome to the finale of Between the Rows. Wrapping up our little story, we have Sawyer watching people dream. The Winchesters having a nice talk with the Patterson kid. Young love. Sawyer being best dog. A terrifying conflict. And some things that are worse than death. All that and more on tonight's episode of Between the Rows. Hi everybody, welcome back to Between the Rows. This is the special four-hour finale. Um, a few quick uh, cleanup things and maintenance. Um, December 2nd, uh, we will have kind of a in-person talk show regarding the show. Um, we will all be together and we would love if you could send us questions about the campaign, how it was made, what happened in it, any of the interactions or anything like that. Uh, you can send them to us using the um, hashtag AskTPD on Twitter. You can add us there. And you can also comment on uh, the Instagram. Uh, Lydia will be sending out a post uh, between now and then. And we would love any questions that you can have. And feel free to tune in to get some extra info about Between the Rows and how it all came to be and stuff like that. It's going to be super fun. Uh, one thing yeah, that's not going to be it. super fun, this episode. Um, so let's just get right into it uh no (laughs) grant roll that intro welcome restless trespasser to a town of no rapport a simple lonely resting place far from distant shore it's where people live their lives asleep awake within the dreaming but in silent shattered memory we left off um only uh one old man is dead <laughs> so wow i let's it's count that up as, like that <laughs> let's count that take a win when we can oh no that doesn't man. feel quite like a win oh no well, look it's as close as you're it's as close as you're gonna get um <laughs> you guys all headed back after um, a very tragic incident of Bailey getting murdered uh, in cold blood by a bone monster. Um, his grandfather took him into a cornfield. Uh, Bailey came out and his grandfather did not. Um, who knows, he could be alive. <laughs> um, it laughs. laughs. Uh, you guys had some rather traumatic conversations. Uh, Jared has realized now his, uh, whether it be a deity, a demon, whatever, is sending him these whispers through his pocket knife slash longsword, um, or whatever sword, it, I think it's a longsword, um, told him that he has one day left. 
Uh, upon hearing this, uh, things got real sad, real sad times. Um, Sawyer, uh, you noticed your uh, peppermint crown uh, grants you the ability to see into the in-between sometimes. Um, and you noticed behind Jared, there was a spinning silver wheel. Um, and as it's as the wheel turned, some of the threads that connected Jared to this wheel began to snap, kind of signifying a timer of sorts. Um, you also noticed two other things. One, um, Bailey has a, excuse me, uh, yes, Bailey Patterson. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Um, Bailey has a thin uh, red line around his neck and um, there are gl glowing green uh, radioactivity symbols floating in the sky um, with some clever uh, talking between you and Crowbar. You figured out some connections and you are pretty dang sure it has to do with these um, bomb shelter tunnels that move all throughout the underground of the, um, the town of Rock Creek. Um, of course, uh, it was very late at night. Um, Sawyer, you mapped out that Jared had roughly 20 to 19 hours left. Um, you guys all went to the baseball field to get uh, retrieve your stuff, your vehicles, um, your bike. Uh, and so after the long rest that you had all together in the Patterson residence, um, you wake up. Jared, you have 11 hours left. Um, at this point in time, uh, before you all decide to go and get, uh, like go to the high school where you believe the entrance would be, um, you have some time to kind of give your last, uh, last will and testimony to go and do whatever it is before this happens. Uh, yes, Bev. Um, is there any way that I could have gone home instead? Uh, yeah. Certainly. Is, um, it also, is it also possible that uh, Bailey could have gone to the shop and stayed at the shop after the baseball field overnight? Uh, absolutely. Um, I'll even uh, let you, the bike isn't that hard to repair. Um, so you can still get your uh, long rest in. So you are uh, all nice. leveled up and full health. All your spells are back, everything like that. So Bev is currently at uh, her house. Um, Bailey, you are at the shop. Uh, did anyone else go anywhere or do anything uh, the night before? Sawyer. Um, Sawyer would have skipped going home and would have gone to her train car in the woods and she would just be looking over everything she has collected and written down and learned. Excellent. Um, anyone else? Grant wouldn't have left Jared's cell. Okay, then Jared, did you go anywhere? No. I assume you didn't go home. No, I <laughs> I cried. Oh. I cried a lot too. You two yeah. cried together. Uh, crowbar? Uh, well, I probably would have, I would have made a, a ramshackle bunk in the shop with, with Bailey. Uh, let him use the actual bed that's in the shop, and then I would have just grabbed some, like, Pillows and blankets. you just pull out a small cot out of your tool belt. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, you never know when you might need a cot, you know. Yeah, you know? Um, Amen, string it brother. up, and it's great. 
Uh, so you guys all wake up, uh, mercifully, I should say. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to start off with uh, Bailey. You're an early riser. Sure. That, um, uh, indeed. Uh, Crowbar, are you awake or asleep? Uh, is that is that a character thing? Characters can ask. I mean, it's uh, most likely you have. Like you, you go, live on a farm hey, and have to work bar. early mornings. Okay, yeah. Let's so do the character. It makes thing. sense why you would wake up earlier than yes, good the, the rest of them. So Bailey um, looks over at Crowbar, sees that he's peacefully sleeping on his tool belt cart cot, and <laughs> goes he, he he just walks over to the cot and kinda kicks it a little bit. Not hard, just a little bit and says Hey, oh, hey oh, oh, I'm sorry, did I oversleep? Oh man, is there more to do? No, no, you're fine. It's pretty early in the morning, actually. I didn't sleep well last night. Listen, I gotta go uh, oh. run a bit of an errand. Um, right. First, I just wanted you to, and he kind of wheels the bike over. I wanted you to look at this, make sure it's like it won't fall apart if I try to ride it or anything. Uh, I, I can make one last inspection on it. Uh, sure thing. Roll a Tinker Tools check. Uh, this is not an engine, so you won't have advantage on it. Yeah, no, I was kind of hoping. I was kind of hoping you say that. It looks. It looks fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Cause not one counter. Ooh. Oh, nice. Oh, no. That's how we're starting off, huh? Yep. Honestly, hey, it's a roll. bike. What oh, could be wrong? True. You don't do bikes. You do cars. Exactly. Um, well, I thought I did the best I could, so hopefully it, it does it does its job. Um, yeah, I just wanted to let you know that I was leaving. I didn't want you to wake up right. and I was gone. And are, are you sure you don't want like a ride or something? No, no, this is this is all right. Plus, I'm about to leave my truck here anyways because it needs to be fixed. So right, yeah, I I can just ride this. It's fine. All right, and so with with that, <laughs> that's funny. With that, uh, Bailey starts off um, across town. We can move on to someone else because I'm assuming it'll be a while. He's going to go over to Bev's place. Uh, speaking of Bev, um, you wake up uh, after your eight hour long rest. Uh, you have that like post emotional trauma cry pain where your face just hurts. <laughs> And like your throat hurts because you've been sobbing and like breathing is hard. Mm -hmm. um, so that's, yeah, that's, that's your situation. Uh, you wake up, um, you can hear your dad um, probably frying up some eggs in the, uh, in the kitchen. I'll come downstairs. I I'll wash my face first and try to as much as possible hide that. Um, and I'll come downstairs and and then I'll go kind of to our little uh, our garage to yeah to just do what I do best I guess yep sure enough um, your rifle that you have been working on uh, is pretty close to finished there's maybe only one actual like tactical thing that you wanted to add to it um, the rest is kind of just embellishments, like engravings and things that you just kind of wanted to put on to make it look good. Um, and you can easily uh, spend a bit of time on that uh, to 
just get it up and running as well as you can. Um, as you kind of get started, you get a little bit into it and you do hear a, a light knocking um, at the door and you, you turn and you see your dad um, uh, and he just, he's kind of like a little, almost like, almost shy, but like he really just doesn't know how to deal with this situation. Right. right. Um, he kind of just leans around and he's like, Bev? Uh, yes, daddy. Are, are you, are you doing all right? Um, I, I'm, no. Oh, no, honey, what's not. wrong? And he, he, now that he has been given permission, <laughs> <laughs> um, he kind of steps down, uh, and gets a little closer. He's like, oh, what's, what's going on? What's, what's wrong? Um, it seems I was misinformed about Bailey's and I's relationship. What did he do? It, it's fine. He, um... It doesn't seem like it's fine. I thought that uh, we were at a place that we apparently are not, and that is not his fault, and I will get over it. He... Your... Your dad is maybe the nicest person you have ever known. Mm -hmm. You think in your life you've seen him like angry like twice. This makes a third time. <laughs> and it's that it's that like it's that when a really like nice person gets mad, it's that like quiet anger. Mm -hmm. That like you just see it and you it's like an passive aura almost where you just kind of like eyebrows narrow a little bit um he says well all right then if that's what you think he uh i mean he didn't know but uh he said what mom said when she left he didn't want anything to do with me so you see you see his his face contorts in a way just for a flash that this this you haven't seen he says well there is no way of him to know it's it's not his fault but maybe I'm sorry. I it's Do you right. want me to like do something? I... No, no, Dad. I can handle myself and you know that. I, I know I <sighs> <laughs> It's fine. It's He your dad is so f <laughs> I don't I, your dad hasn't even seen himself this mad before <laughs> and he honestly just doesn't know what to do with it. Dad, it, we, it's we... fine. Don't don't worry about me, all right? I will, I'll be fine, I always am. Bev, Just... Bev, you should never, ever tell me not to worry about my little girl. 
All right. Now, I know that you are strong. You are the strongest. You are the strongest young lady I have ever met. And I am proud. I'm proud to call you my daughter. But just because you're strong doesn't mean that everything is fine. There are some things that aren't okay. And I know you can handle it, but that doesn't mean you have to. And you sure as hell don't need to do it alone. Now, come, come here. And he, and he beckons for a hug. I hug him. And he says, <laughs> now, I know, I know that you are part of this, like, big, like, th this homestead society. And I'll be honest, when I heard, I was a bit jealous. I've wanted to be a part of this since I was a little boy and I heard my dad talking all about this cool stuff that was going on. But there is not a second that I would ever be a part of it if it hurts you. And if it is a problem, get out. You it's can not, go. Daddy, it's not. It's... Listen, he's been through a lot. Now, I'm not saying I'm not hurt, but he lost his grandpa yesterday. And he's he's going through a lot right now, so if he doesn't want anything, then that is fine. He doesn't have to force feelings. It's fine. When you uh, mention um, Bailey's grandpa, you do see for a moment, his eyes soften a little bit. Um, they don't quite have the same edge that they did a little bit ago. You can tell that he is still very upset. Um, your dad is the type of person who absolutely wears his heart on his sleeve. Um, normally, it, it's a very kind heart, but it is, it is rough right now. Um, and he says, uh, well, Bev, just because things are bad it doesn't make it an excuse to be more bad to the people around you it's not an excuse when things are going bad to be mean it never is and it never will be alright I don't expect you to hate him or anything like that well actually it would be a big help to me if you did it would make me feel like I'm in the right here but <laughs> it's okay to be a little upset with him alright like, in fact know, it's probably I, the right thing to do I'm upset but I I know I'm upset and I don't want to say anything I don't mean but... well you are wiser than most <laughs> You are my daughter, after all. That's right. Well, oh, by the way, I I know you told me not to look at the, like, what you were, but it looks great. 
I'm not finished, Daddy. You know you're not supposed to look yet. I'm sorry. I, I saw you last night when you came in, and there was eyes and <laughs> face. And I've never seen you like that before. I know. I, I usually don't let myself get there. But... Well, you can be a little bit more open with yourself. It could help. It could help. Mm-hmm. Helps well, me I'm all almost, the time. I'm almost done, so if you want to get a closer look, it's fine. No, 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 no. Why does he close his eyes? <laughs> him in front. He's like, no, no, no. You said you didn't want me to see it till it was all finished, done, and ready. Thank you and very I will, much. I will respect the wishes of a grown woman in my That's household. Right. <laughs> and he Thank begins you. to back out and he says, now, you're going to be all right. You hear? I know. All right. You always got me as a shoulder cry on or hug. I know. Or sit in the same general vicinity. <laughs> I know. Talk to. We, I could read you stories again, like when Dad, you were younger. I know. And like, we could shoot guns together out the range. I mean, that actually does great. sound rather nice. I mean, I do have a few things to take care of um, today. With well, I mean, of course, after, I mean, after you're, uh, whenever you're ready. All right. But you that's... just, just ask and I will, as long as I get time spent, with my daughter, I am happy to happy to do it. All right. So, I'll, I'll by the way, know. there's breakfast. What's for breakfast? Oh, eggs, bacon, potatoes, um, more bacon. <laughs> All right. Some more eggs. I don't expect those to be there for too long. Do you want cheese on yours? Yes, please. I put oh. down. I put down um, my rifle, and I I go back to to the kitchen. I'll eat something. Excellent. Dude, we thought that Bailey was going to die because of a monster. Oh, no. <laughs> Bailey's not dad. Whatever, I can't speak English. Bev's dad I am just shoot him. also more terrified of Bev's dad than any kind of monster. <laughs> so that's also happening. So Bailey shows up at... Oh, dang it. That's right. I'm, I'm giving a little bit more time. Make you don't get all the spotlight. <laughs> um, you wake up um surrounded by uh leaflets of paper um random books um more recently this has been an ongoing trend whenever you fall asleep in here um random plant life has grown partially over you um but as you wake up um you notice that it's a little strange. Um, first of all, uh, you're looking at yourself. You are. You have a third-person perspective. It's weird. It's like you've woken up. Um, like you can you can walk. You look down. Your hands are there, but you can see yourself still asleep on the ground there. This is weird. Um, I'm gonna like look at my hands. Uh, your hands are still there, 
as you look a little closer, you squint your eyes, they are slightly transparent. Like if you hold it up to the light, you can see the sun through them. As it just peeks over the treetops into your kind of little open area in the trees. Okay, I'm gonna go and try to pick up like one of the papers. Uh, your hand passes right through it, but a slight breeze of wind moves it a little. Oh shoot, am I dead? Freak! Uh, uh, I'm gonna try to poke myself. <laughs> uh, your hand goes straight through? Um. Okay. Um, I'm gonna like bend down and like look at myself and see if I'm my my other self is breathing. You are breathing. Um, you can see your chest rise and fall. Um, a vein pulses. You are still alive. Oh, okay. Cool. Just for a moment, um, and that moment grows longer. Uh, you can feel almost a pulsing warmth. Um, just outside of your train car in the woods um, towards uh, your mother's camper. I'm gonna go follow. Um, you follow this warmth, um, reach the camper, you realize that it is coming from inside. Um, uh, through some experimentation, you realize that although you can't open the door, you can just walk through it. Um, <laughs> uh, and sure enough, sleeping in the regular spots are um, your mother and your uh, little brother. Um, and the warmth is actually coming from uh, your, your mother. Um, she, although she is currently asleep, um, in a strange way, you can almost you feel as though, kind of in the same way that you squinted at your hand, like if you looked hard enough, you could see what she was dreaming. What's, what's she? What's she dreaming? Your mother is dreaming. Dreams are fluid, strange things. So it isn't quite like a movie, and a lot of things really don't make sense. But... Um, your mother is currently dreaming. Um, she is riding in a, a homey little car on the beaches of Florida. Um, she's in the passenger seat, and a man that you don't know is in the driver's. But um, you can see, as this kind of third-person perspective, um, your little brother and you are both asleep in the back. Um, and your mother is laughing as the man tells a joke or um, kind of like lightly punching him on the shoulder as they drive down this beach. Now, the weird part is like off in the distance, there's like a kraken in the ocean. You're not sure where <laughs> that came from. It turns out the sun is made out of cards, weird things, but you get the gist of the dream. Um, it seems almost like a memory of what could have been.
And as you focus on it, you can actually feel um, three other um, pulses of heat. One of which um, you now kind of instinctively know the directions of them. As you fall deeper into this half awake, half asleep, almost like it's almost like you are a sleep paralysis demon in some strange way. Heck yeah. <laughs> um, you can sense one of the heat uh, coming from the shop, uh, the mechanic shop, uh, you know, Crowbar's place of residence, um, and two that are both coming from the Patterson residence. Okay. Um, would there be any way for me to get over there? You think that if you focus hard enough, it will kind of just magnet you to it. Convenience of dreams, you know? Nice. Okay. Um, I'm going to focus in on the shop. Awesome. Uh, Crowbar, you were shaken awake by Bailey, which basically means you just fell back asleep. <laughs> so... Sawyer, you zoom and kind of just glide through buildings all the way to the um, mechanic shop. Yes, you throw your arms back. You saw it in a TV show. It's working. Um, and sure enough, you see uh, Crowbar asleep on, um, on a little makeshift cot. Uh, not where his bed normally is. The bed where he normally sleeps is unkept. Uh, you notice uh, Bev's bike is gone, so you could assume Bailey probably left with it. Um, but sure enough, uh, Crowbar looks to not be having a very good dream. Um, can I focus in more on it? You most certainly can, Sawyer. You squint your eyes and look um, Crowbar, you're not having a good time. Um, you've been having this dream more often uh, than you used to. It's even since you were little, you've had this dream. Um, it is a dream of fire. You are in a old wooden house, one you've never been in. Um, and all around you is nothing but flames. And as you run throughout this burning um, building, uh, timbers crash around you, and all you are trying to do is search for a way out, either a window or a door, but no matter how many doors you go through, you never can escape this building. So you see him panicking, running, throwing open doors only be to be presented with a wall of flame and shutting them again as fast as he can. But finally, you find a single window and luckily you're on the ground floor. You break the window, you climb through, but as you look back, you see the thing that has haunted you these past couple months continuously. It is 
a vision of a woman in the second story, um, Krabar, one that you know as your mother. But never, no matter how many times you see this vision, how many times you have this dream, do you ever hear what she's saying? It's just wordless whispers of flame. And sure enough, she shouts, and over the roaring flames, you can't hear what she's saying. But Sawyer, you can. As you're kind of in this third person perspective, you hear this woman in the flames, this woman that you don't know, um, but this child version of Eugene um, kind of kneeling on the ground, staring up, tears running down a soot-soaked face. You hear her say, I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. Just run. Run from the things that, that hunt you. And then the fire consumes her. Crowbar, you wake up in a cold sweat. A vast difference to the heat that you were feeling in this dream. Sawyer, as the dream fades, so do you. Crowbar wakes up and kind of the startlingness of it, that feeling of awakeness, moves you back, back through the town, back into the forest, back into your train car, back into your body, and you also snap awake in the cool morning sun as it rays just penetrate into the train car. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, okay, so she's just going to start to gather her things. She doesn't bother changing or tidying herself up and she's just gonna start yep. heading out. You slap that peppermint crown on. You are <laughs> ready to go. Um, I'll cut uh, over to Grant and Jared. Um, you two wake up um, kind of a restless sleep um, in a huddled, hugging situation where like your tear your tear stained face is like stuck to the other person's shirt. <laughs> like it's gross you feel disgusting but like almost relieved but like still terrible mm -hmm. it's it's a bad situation for both of you i will uh get up and then i'll start to pull jared out of bed and i'll say come on you're not spending your last day gross and I'll kind of shuffle him into the bathroom and make him take a shower excellent this, um, before Jared gets into the shower um, he's going to slap Grant a couple times and like walk over to the nightstand <laughs> like just like pat his face like groggily and then walk over to the nightstand and uh, grab his book and um, he's going to tear out a slip of paper and fold it up, reach for a pencil, scribble something on it, fold it up again, 
and then he's gonna walk on over to um to grant and just be like don't even think about looking at this before i'm gone okay he like lands it on his chest and pats it a couple times hold it okay and yeah jared's gonna shower as soon as he's in the shower i read it oh you're the worst (laughs) what a jerk you're the worst oh my god you're the worst Wow, I mean, that's a I horrible can, person move. I can hey, read chat, it. Don't be a grant. Don't be a grant. I can <laughs> hey. read it. I can read it out loud if if you guys read it want. Out loud for me. Okay. Oh dear. Why would um, you do this, DJ? Because <laughs> if he's tell if he says like, "Hey, I, I I will always love you. I'm never gonna stop loving you." I you know that type of stuff. I want to be able to like react to that and not have him to go to his gravesite and be like, "Hey, so I read your letter." Um. <laughs> So you unfold the first one and uh, very groggily scribbled. It says, uh, "Hey, big guy," and then there's a there's a heart. <laughs> um, and then when you unfold it, it's just a letter that reads, <clears throat> "To my love, I'm sorry I did this to us. Trying to save you, I gave myself to this thing." I want you to live on after me. I want you all to live on after me. We were cursed with these powers, burdened with the task of protecting people. I find it fitting that I get to protect you for once when you spend all of high school protecting me. I mean, use what you've been given to continue to do what you do best. Looking out for people, protecting people. Or don't, honestly, I'm not sure. I just want you to be happy. I'm not good at this whole last goodbye thing. There's so much I wanna do, so much I wanna see, but I'm running out of time. I only hope we can do good with the time I have left. Tell the rest that I love them. Remind them that they're good people. You all have been so good to me. Even when we grew apart, I still considered you all friends. Thanks for all the good times and somewhat tender memories. Oh, and tell Bailey to get his head out of his ass. Also tell Sawyer I'll be keeping an eye out for her. She better try to commune with me from time to time. Anyway, I need more sleep. Take care, big guy. I love you. Forever and always. Forever yours, Jared. And at the bottom, really tiny, it says, P.S. Don't mourn my death. Celebrate my life. I'd probably want it that way. I, with tears going down my face, fold the letter, see the big guy start crying again, put it in my pocket, and I go make his favorite breakfast. Meanwhile, Jared's just... (laughs) (laughs) Just... (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Grant and Jared... Um, Jared, you finish your shower. Grant, uh, tears streaming down your face. You finish breakfast. Um, (laughs) 
the eggs are extra salty today. <laughs> um, <laughs> Marge kind of walks in and looks at you and just kind of shrugs <laughs> and like pats you on the shoulder and also starts making food. Um, also starts crying. <laughs> Grant and Jared, you two both get a text. Oh, oh no. Um, My boy Devin. Grant, you get a text from Devin. Jared, yes. you get a text in the poetry group chat. Nice. <laughs> um, uh, the text for you, Jared, um, it is sent by Devin. Uh, it says, hey guys, like, like, whoa, <laughs> we should so meet up today. Like, dude, that would be sick. How about like, I don't know, like maybe 10. I know it's early. None of you are probably awake, but like I'm awake and I think it would be so totally sick. I think I'm overstepping my bounds. I'm really sorry I sent this. <laughs> uh, Poor guy. Grant, the new command Devin, everyone. Don't forget. <laughs> Grant, your text just says, yo, sup, dude, like you should totally come to the poetry meeting today. Crap, I don't know if that's actually happening. Never mind, forget I sent this. Sorry. <laughs> um, Jared's gonna walk out now dressed and looking somewhat less disheveled. Um, and is gonna hey, go. Is there, is there a poetry thing today? Apparently. I'm not entirely sure. Devin said that I should go to it. And then he said that I should forget that he texted me. Um, he sent me one saying, hey, I know it's early, but we should, well, he didn't send me one specifically. He sent the group like, hey, we should totally go to the poetry meeting or have a meeting, I guess, today at 10. Kind of weird. There's a way that I could like send like a, a picture of my face with like tears on it to show that I'm like yeah. crying, laughing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like an expressive, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we should try to see if there's poetry meeting today. I guess. I mean, sure. Let me here. I'm here, and then I just call Devin. <laughs> um, a Devin, oh, you, the phone picks up, and then it immediately turns off, and then you get a call, but that call immediately ends, and he sends you a text <laughs> that says, "I'm so sorry, my hands are shaking. I hung up, but I I don't think it's okay for me to to call you." Jared. Sorry. I Jared. text him and say, hey, call me. He, a, a phone call starts, it ends, and then it starts again. <laughs> I answer it right away. Sup, he goes, hey. hey. How's it going, bud? Mom, it's happening. I'm sorry. Um. Hey, Devin, what's your last name? Oh, uh, <laughs> my last name? <laughs> Forest. Hey, Mrs. Forrest, your son's really cool. I'm glad I get to hang out with him. I say really loudly. Jared is chowing down on bacon. I don't think she can hear you. Hey, I mean, you're really cool. Well, we I mean, you're... What? I said you're really cool, dude. We should hang out more. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'll be right back. You hear the phone being set down, and then you just hear a door open and just a scream. <laughs> and then the door opens again. He picks up the phone. He goes, like, bro, you're totally cool, too. 
So uh, what, what's up about this poetry thing? Poetry? Thing? What poetry thing? <coughs> you texted Jared about a poetry meeting. And then oh, you yeah. That I should go to it. And then you said that it doesn't exist. So I'm just a little. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm kind of like, okay, so I'm, I'm kind of like new to the whole like poetry thing. But like, like, I'm like, if there was like a tier list of people in the poetry club, like Jared is like, like probably like him and Jason are probably like, I mean, they're like the two J's of the poetry club. Okay. Um, I'm like, I'm like, like, I'm not even on the list. So like, I, I don't have the right to like call a meeting, especially like at like 10 AM. So it's like, it's like not a thing. Just forget I said anything. Hey, hey, Jared, can you call a meeting at like 10 Jared's there? Yeah, Jared's there. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 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 I'm sorry. Give me, give me a second. I, I put, I put, I put it on speakerphone. You both here now? Just a, the door open, close. Another scream. You then hear a female voice yell down the stairs. You can't make out what it's what what they say, but Jared's voice calls up and says, "Sorry, mom." Oh. Uh, and then the door opens, closes. I mean, he picks up the phone. He's like, "Yeah." yeah. So Jared, um, you're gonna call a meeting today, right? I mean, I think we got time. Sure. Time. How long? Hey, Devin, how long do you need? Like half an hour, fifteen minutes? Well, uh, no. like, uh, like I don't. Our, our normal meetings, like when there's like all of us there, are like I don't know, like an hour. So like, Jared just, just looks at Grant. Like fifteen minutes. Yeah, Jared just looks at Grant, and like looks at the, cl the clock. <laughs> And then kind of just like looks at the phone and looks back at the clock and just goes, I have 10 hours. <laughs> uh, yeah, Devin, on a scale of like one to 10, you know, like life or death versus like, yeah, you know, how important is this meeting? I mean, be honest with me, man. I just need to know. It's totally fine either way. I just need to know. Are both of you going to be there if it's death? Potentially. Potentially. It's death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess we can call in a meeting for about 30 minutes here. I'll listen to text. Cool, yeah. Devin. We'll, uh, we'll yeah. see you at 10 then. It's totally, it's totally sick, bro. All right. See you, dude. Bye. Is it, is it fine? For, he hung up. Should I hang up? He hung up already. <laughs> He's still talking. He's still talking. Yeah, this is him in his house. He hasn't realized that the phone is not on. Um, yes. So after that wonderful exchange, um, crowbar, I'm gonna move back over to you. Um, you wake up that cold sweat. Yep. Um, not too like strange of a situation <laughs> for you. Um. <clears throat> What do you have uh, to do today before things are going on? I, things and stuff. I just, I, I sit up. I, uh, I just grab some rag that I have nearby and just wipe off the sweat. It's probably not, it's probably. Oh yeah, there's a big like oil mark sure. across your forehead now. Yeah. But it, it's not sweat. <laughs> it's not sweat. Hey, so it works. Not sweat. I'll Count like, that as a win. I'll like throw some sort of something on and like grab some, uh, like a day old coffee. And just, I just 100%. and sip on um, that while I go over and just kind of 
kneel down and start to work on, on Bailey's truck, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you actually, um, you wake up, um, and just as you uh, kind of start, like, grabbing stuff out of, like, toolboxes and things, um, you hear the door to the garage open, and uh, your dad, uh, uh, Ben, walks down. Mm-hmm. Um and, and you, he just he walks. He's like, so uh, had a friend over last night, and these yeah. trucks. Yeah, ba- Bailey was here. He didn't. Uh, we we were kind of up late working on some stuff, and he didn't. He, he just, you know, kind of just wanted to stay here for the night. So I let him borrow the bed. I just kind of slept on the cot over here. Well, it is real good to see you having friends nowadays, Eugene. It's real good. Real good. After that whole incident, junior year, I was afraid. I'm not going to lie. Yep. That's, yep. I understand. Um. But you've just been really just putting in the work now. Uh, well, you know, feels like the fire's been lit, you know? You know, uh... (laughs) Done with high school, gotta gotta work on something. Yep, yep. Well, it's a way way to find. Just, I'm I'm really glad that you're just you're just you're just getting you're just you're just really getting those those relationships and those friendships. I was anyway. Um, I hope you don't mind. I noticed I noticed uh the bike that you brought in was still a little bit beat up. So I took it upon myself, did a couple quick repairs. Um, I hope you didn't mind. Oh no, that's that's wonderful, Dad. I actually I took a look at that, and I was I was I was really tired, and I just I couldn't like my brain wouldn't work. So I pr- I appreciate that a lot, actually. Well, it was pretty late last night. I understand. Yeah, it, it, you got the you got the the Johnson truck hooked up fine. That that was like. It was it was real bad. Like like we were all well, trying to leave the uh, the park, and it was you know you, you, being just a little reckless, you know. Of course. And uh, you said this is a Johnson truck. Yes, this this was the Johnson truck. Was is a good term. <laughs> They're the trucks, so they can probably afford it, and they probably got insurance. It's gonna be a piece of work. Look. Yeah. Yeah, when oh, I, let me when tell I, you. When I popped open the hood and the engine about fell out, I, I knew it was bad. It just wasn't an engine. So, yeah, what, what happened to that? Oh well, you know, uh, you know, some, you know, lightning is a very uh- dangerous thing, um, and you should never park too close to where it could strike. I think. Now, when we first moved down here, well, your mother, she warned me about the, these Nebraska storms. I never <laughs> quite took her, I never quite took her word for it, but I'm going to have to start believing. Your mother always was right. Yeah, she was. Um, yeah, so luckily my car and, and Patterson, uh, they're they're all right, but and I could get those working well enough. But uh, the, 
Johnson truck, yeah, it's, it's gonna be a like the tires well, are all blown out. That to me, that's some yeah, it's some a, pretty advanced stuff, and I, I do have to get paid now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah. So, uh, what what are your uh, what are what are your plans this week? Um. Ah, uh, well, uh, I think the. I think Jared is uh, thinking about leaving town here soon, so I think all of us were trying to get together one last time. Uh, it's the last hurrah of sorts. Um, Some nice, a good friend send off, a good get together. Yeah, yeah, we're we're looking to have a, a good time, a good good time one last time together before he he went off. I think I think he was he was invited. Um, to, uh, for, I think some some big wig saw his poetry. And thought he oh, did well. really good. Um, uh, yeah, you, know, you know, it's great. Never put a whole lot of stock in the literary arts, but oh, never uh, good for, for him. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, but I hope he hits it big. I All think, right, I hope he lives a long and wealthy life. I, I think he will. I think he'll have a wonderful life. Um, Just fine and dandy. You hear from inside the house. Um, your grandma kind of yells and she goes Benjamin Jones get in here I have fallen and I can get up but I will choose not to <laughs> and your, your dad looks at you and he goes I'm really sorry. You know how she gets. It's all right. It's all right. Benjamin. I have several broken bones, or at least I will after they hit you. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, I got it. You, if you need anything, just ask. I will. Do you need some money for the get together? Are you meeting up at uh, a tasty uh, snack? I think like you used to. I think Grant would offer to pay for everything, so I should be good. Oh well, you take him for all his money. I will. Yeah, that's my son. All right, well I gotta go help your grandma. <laughs> Clara, I am getting there. You just lay on the ground until I show up. <laughs> you you bounce his way into the house. Door slams behind him. You hear random yelling coming from inside. Um, sure enough, I've yes. Been more entertained uh, by my make-believe family. Oh. <laughs> um, turns out all of your fake parents way cooler than any of our actual parents. Hey, well, easy there. Well, okay, that's uh, I don't fair. know. I don't know about that one. Bailey, you. Roll up on this bike. Um, pedaled your heart out all the way uh, to the Winchester uh, little little house, tiny little single acreage. Um, the lights are on both in the garage and um, the main house. Um, you don't know how to get into the garage. Uh so the main house is probably your option. I'm assuming there's like a a porch with steps leading up to it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Incredibly so. loud, creaky steps. Indeed. <clears throat> so Bailey will 
get off the bike and catch his breath a bit because he just biked up a gravel road and it's a hill so he's a little tired and then after catching his breath a bit he'll pull out a little piece of paper and look at it <laughs> and catch his breath again <laughs> and then he'll uh he'll take the bike and walk him up the stairs and ring the doorbell and if there's not a doorbell he'll just open the screen door and knock on the main door and then close there the is a doorbell door. okay perfect ring the doorbell that. um oh. bev the doorbell doesn't ring in the garage um <laughs> oh. uh sure enough the uh a little like they have not exactly like a peephole but it's like a it's almost like one of those like guard doors that they can slide open and then like close to like see what's going on it slides open you see uh bevelin's dad his eyes i'm standing um, there looking apologetic <laughs> um the door closes well the little the little slat closes um you hear some movement behind the door a uh Gun cock. <laughs> a, a latch being pulled and it's and a little jingling, a lock is turned, and then you just hear a sound that after hanging out with Bev for a long time, you know very well, which oh. is just a <laughs> and the door swings open and very casually, almost leaning against the door, shotgun at his side. Um is uh gene winchester and he goes bailey uh good morning uh mr winchester uh i uh i, I was wondering if i could just have a a moment to speak to bev or if, if she's around I, I don't quite know where she went Shame, neither do I. Did did she not come back last night? Maybe she did, maybe she didn't. Well, do you think she's okay? Oh, I'm sure she's fine. Better with you not around. <laughs> Bailey doesn't chuckle, but Grant can't help it. <sighs> uh, what, what, what do you mean by that, Mr. Wind? Mr. Winchester, what do you mean by that? Well, through the grapevine, heard you might have said some somewhat hurtful things. Yeah, I, I might have said some things I regret last night. That's mm -hmm. actually why I'm here. I, 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 I can't get it out of my mind. I, I just need to tell her that I, I, I apologize and. Why don't you come in and sit on the couch? <laughs> um, yes, sir. Do you want me to leave the the back outside? I, it was real beat up. I fixed it for her. Oh yeah, you can just prop that right up against the railing. <sighs> yes, sir. And he, uh, oh gosh, and he parks <laughs> the bike on the porch and he walks into the house of the man with a gun. And he <laughs> nervously just sits on the couch and is kind of like messing with his fingers with nothing in it 
Mm-hmm. Nervously. Um, you sit. Oh. There is a big, like, th- th- like three to four person couch. This like beautiful leather seats that you almost sink into, which is almost it like dwarfs you. It makes you feel small. And then sitting across from you, in this almost a throne of a like lazy boy recliner. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just directly across from you. By the way, blocking the way out. Um, Jean sits down, just gently rests the gun uh, just across the, the chair, the arms. Says, oh. so, uh, you said you regret something. Gosh darn it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, I said some harsh things last night after, well, after something happened and, and I just, I know it probably hurt her, hurt her feelings and I, I just can't, I can't let that, I can't let that sit that way, you know? So that's why I hear, listen, I really don't mean to, to do anything I shouldn't be doing, I, I respect you, and I respect Beth. Just, I just want to say what I need to say, and, and then I can leave. Mm-hmm. Well, normally, when you respect someone, you think a bit more about the words you're saying. All right? Yes, sir. Now, my baby girl came home last night in a way that I have never, never seen her before. All right. Tears, puffy eyes, red face. I don't know why she had blood on her. That's the least of my concerns, all honesty. (laughs) And this morning, she said to me that you said some very interesting things, told me a little bit of what happened. I don't know the whole story. Now, I just want to be clear here. Bev's mom... She left on some rather... difficult terms. Alright. And you may have said something last night that may have brought back some rather harsh memories of that time oh my oh my indeed oh my indeed Bailey. sir I'm, I'm so sorry I... mm-hmm. now hush now your elders are talking <sighs> now what I'm trying to get across to you here is alright there is never ever ever a point in time when you should ever say to anyone that you want nothing to do with them unless they are a very 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 bad person which my baby girl is not at all and especially to someone that you think you love you should not do all right? 
Now I'm going to tell you something. This thing that I have on my lap right here, I made with my own two hands. All right, it is very effective. I have used this gun since I was a young boy. I'm, some would say, an expert in using this gun. If you ever, ever hurt my little girl again, if she gets hurt, if you hurt her, there will be nothing in this whole world or the next one or whatever lies between that will stop me from hunting you down to the gates of hell and following you through. Oh, shit. <laughs> you will wish that you could remain there. So All right? I, I, I promise you that nothing like this will ever happen again. I, 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 won't, I will not let it happen. I promise. Promises are worth nothing if they aren't followed by actions. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, she is in the garage working on something that she has been hiding from me as a secret for a long time. I'm not going to lie. I have looked because I've been very interested and I am a weak man. <laughs> the action that I need you to do, I think you know already what is required. And I expect prompt action. Yes, sir. All right. Bailey stands This is up. your cue to go. Yes, yes, sir. And he turns and walks very quickly out of the house. You hear, you hear, he goes, where are you going? The door to gar the garage is right there. Uh, he turns, Bailey turns back and says, well, I got, I got to return the bike. The bike is already returned. There is something. The bike is not the action. I swear to God, I will. <laughs> so, <wait>. no. <laughs> yes, sir. And he walks past him to the garage, I guess. Uh-huh. All right. Oh, my gosh. This I will sucks. be here when you return. Yes, sir. His chair swivels to face the door. <laughs> Mr. DM, I think the correct spawn is if he returns. <laughs> Very accurate. Uh, oh, shoot. Well, Bear, Bailey. I'm at, uh, Bailey will bust through, like, go through the garage door real quick and close it behind him and kind of press his back against the door with wide eyes and look at Bev and go, like, I just had the most terrifying experience of my life. But but that's that's not why I'm here. I just give me a sec, and he just sits there for a little bit against the door, and then he composes himself, and he, I, are there little wooden steps leading down to the cement floor of the yes. garage? Yes, yes, there are. And, and he steps down the steps, and he says, he kind of looks down, he looks up at Bev, and says, uh, I. I returned your bike. It's I, I fixed it myself. Thank it's, you, Bailey. It's on the porch. Um, I, I was kind of hoping that I don't know, maybe that'd be kind of some kind of peace treaty or something. Mhm. Mm uh, <clears throat> listen. He he pulls out a little slip of paper. Um, and it's 
fold it up, but it's a little bit wrinkly and a little bit wet um, from his pocket. And he, he kind of unfolds and he says, uh, I, I got some some things that I, I want to... I have a few things I'd like to say first, Bailey. Uh, okay. <laughs> I try to be very careful with my heart. Mm-hmm. Takes a long time for me to want to open up to somebody and give it to someone. And you see, you're not the first person who's ever said those words to me, Bailey. Mm-mm. I don't want anything to do with you, Bevelyn. Now, it may hurt me, but I will not beg for a man who doesn't want me. I will stay out of your way if that's what you want. But I'm I'm sorry. Listen, I I didn't mean to say what I said. That's that's why I'm here, Bev. I I I was all mixed up. All right. I do I do I do want to be with you. I'm I'm just scared, but but well, that's can can I just read this? That's just I'm not fine, very I'm not very good with words. I've said what I want to say. Okay. <clears throat> well, uh, uh, Bev, I apologize for what what I what I said to you. I I, I can't believe I actually had it in me to yell. I, I hated the feeling. I, I ne- never ever want to yell at you again. And uh, well, maybe uh, d- depending on things, how things go. Um, that that's not good. Uh, I'm sorry. Listen, I, I've I've learned something last night. And, and I'm learning it today and, and I bet I'll learn it tomorrow and the next day and the next day but I, I've learned I think that f- fear sh- should never be a motive my, my grandfather well however he did it whatever he did I know that fear wasn't a motive fear fear wasn't the reason that he did what he did for me. It was because he loved me. It was because he loved me so much that he could do that for me. Mm-hmm. And I know, I know that he was afraid because he wouldn't because how could he not have been? But he still did it. And he, my grandma, my mima, she she says sometimes the saying, I think it's somewhere in the Bible, I don't know where. I've never really got it. It's something like, love casts out all fear or something like that. And she, she likes to say it all the time. And, and while I never really got what she meant, 
but I think I'm starting to figure it out. I, I, what my grandfather did for me. Because of his care for me, it, he overcame his fear. And Bailey, you don't know this, but a lot of people don't, but I'm, I'm always afraid. I know, Bailey. I'm always afraid. And Bailey, I've wanted to tell you how, how I feel for you for so long. But I've all. Oh, oops, Grant. <laughs> You're doing so well. Like, keep going. Keep going. You're, keep going. you're Bailey. She's Don't bad. lose it. Don't she, lose it. Hold bad. on. Hold on. Okay. Man, the dad thing really messed with me. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. But, Beth, I, I, I realize now that the reason why I haven't said how I feel is, is because I was afraid. What were you afraid of, Bailey? I don't know. Messing it up, maybe. What you'd think. Um, messing things up between us or something, I don't know. It seems like fear is irrational sometimes, but... I guess the point I'm trying to make is... My, my grandfather showed me that things that you care for are worth... Pushing through fear for. And... <sighs> Your dad just talked to me with a gun in his hand. <laughs> and I, I had I'm never, I had never had anything scarier that. than that. It's, it's okay. But, but that just further shows you that I think now that I, I think now I'm ready to, to face things that scare me. This conversation scared me. I thought about it all night. But I, I think. But if now, now I'm ready to say that I, I want to, I want to maybe try to make this thing happen, and maybe make it work out. And, and I, I know I'm not one for ultimatums, but but I promise you that if, if Beth, Miss Beth, if we make it out of this thing alive, or, or whatever. If we just make it out or through it, I promise you that I will do my darndest to make it work out. And that no matter how afraid I am, that I will keep pushing through that fear for you. And I, I've dreamed of saying something like this for so long, Bev. I can't believe I've waited. I'm so sorry. Okay. I'm sorry I yelled. I was afraid. I have some terms and conditions. <laughs> I thought you might. Number one, you are never to speak to me like that again. Yes, ma'am. Number two, you cannot and will not tell me what to do. <laughs> okay, I can do that. And number three, you'll let me try to do things for myself, but if I struggle, you will help. <laughs> I can do those things, I think. Uh, I got something for you, too. All right. If, I, if I'm not good at any one of those at any times, please be patient. <laughs> I will try my hardest, Bailey. Okay. Well, I, I didn't really honestly think I'd get this far. Well, I don't how... know what to do or what to say. How do you want to start? 
Um, well, you always said that you do like storms. I do. And you know, I really like storms. All right. I heard it's supposed to rain this weekend. And well, I got a porch. <laughs> and okay. a porch swing. Meemaw could make something real nice. Maybe some rolls or something with butter and honey. That sounds nice. Okay. Well, I'll... I'll uh, I'm a little bit afraid of coming back here, honestly. <laughs> I I could still if pick you, you up, though. you keep your promises. Oh, yeah, the fear thing. God. And you follow my Hard. terms. Yes, ma'am. I don't think you'll have anything to worry about. Okay. Now, yeah. if I dress up... Tell me I look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> you look pretty, Bev. I haven't dressed up yet. That doesn't matter. All right. Oh, well, that was real nice. Uh, I can go now. I left you your bike stay on the floor. You if you want. Yeah, I don't have a truck. <laughs> but, but your dad, though, he's in there with a gun. My dad what? is worried about me. Now, listen. He's only this way because I was very hurt yesterday. I'm still hurt a little bit, but... I know you're going through something. But like I said, you will never speak to me like that again. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Well. And that's what I need to know. Okay, if I, I tell him I that, swear. I'll hold I swear, you to I swear, that. I swear, I, I never, ever, 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 ever will yell at you again, man. <laughs> never, right. ever again. That was... You'll regret Sorry. the day you do, you know. Oh, I know. Your dad told me he was going to hunt me down with that gun. <laughs> You're worried about my dad. Maybe oh. you should be worried about something else. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> All right. You can hold my hand if you want to. Really? Only oh. if you want to. I'm not going to force it upon you. Uh, okay. I've never done this before. <laughs> I mean, neither have I, but that's what they do in the movies, right? That's what means. Wait, hold on. <laughs> What if I walk in there, or your dad sees us holding hands, what will it do? I... Do you want me to go first? I could go first. Holding my hand in there? Well, if you think it's a good idea, then I guess we could. I mean, if you're too afraid to, I guess that's a different story. No, I'm not too afraid to. I'm not. Then too hold afraid. my hand, damn it. Okay, and he grabs her hand. <laughs> 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 You two um, head up the stairs into the living room, hands held, you open the door. Uh, Bev, the first thing you see, um, your uh, your dad is polishing his, um, his show shotgun. Mm -hmm. It has never actually been loaded, ever. <laughs> um, but he just likes to keep it kind of on the mantle. It's a real good looking gun. <laughs> um, and he turns and he goes, Well, hi there, Bev. Bailey? How are, how are the two of you doing? You doing all right? 
better. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Hey, um, I'm sure that you two, uh, Bev, you said you had some things going on mm-hmm. today. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Bailey, could I borrow you? I need. Uh, I got a lift a grill in the back. Oh well, uh, sure. If you, yeah, if you I need think me. You, Bev, I think Bailey was kind enough to bring your bike back. Oh, did if you, you do that? Uh, I I did. Yeah. I, so thank you. if you wanna, like, I don't know, I don't know how well he took care of it, you know. Right. I got you. All right. All well, right. go on now, Bailey. Yeah. I'll, it's just he looks, right out here. He, he follows her dad, but looks like super questionably back at Bev. Like, what is going she on? Left man? into the wolves. Okay. Okay. No <laughs> um, fear. You <laughs> head out follows. the back uh, screen door <laughs> into the backyard. Sure enough, there is a grill there, and you can tell it is not within correct safety regulations, which normally doesn't <laughs> matter, but this is just an excuse, really. Um, he says, yeah, just I just need it moved just right over here next to the smoker. Um, I'll take this side, you take that side, and you both uh, kind of maneuver, pick this thing up, um, bring it over to the smoker. Did I break? Hold on. I see you and here. Okay, you. we're good. We're oh, sorry, it froze for me. <laughs> I was afraid. Um, you said it froze down. too. Um, and just as the feeling of like, okay, everything is fine now. Oh, uh, you Aaron. look up and you see the same like piercing look and he goes, all right. Well, seeing as you have no bruises, cuts, scrapes, or otherwise missing internal organs, I can assume that you did the correct thing. She insisted that we walked in here with our hands locked. I'm sorry. I made look, up. I don't, she... that is not, look. All right, as long as she is okay with you, we will have no problems. But you got to promise me, all right, this whole Homestead Society stuff, it is dangerous. If that she know. gets in trouble, if she gets hurt, if she needs out of a situation, it is your job, all right? It is your job to get her out of it, all right? Yes, Doesn't sir. Doesn't matter what it is, you have got to do this. I, or I else will. everything I said previously applies. Yes, sir. I will do my I'll do my darndest. I'll work as hard as I can to make sure that no harm befalls Bevelyn. All right. Good. Now, as I said, promises don't mean nothing before action. All right. Yes, sir. So I better not see a single scrape. Okay, a single scrape is fine. Anything deeper than a scrape. Okay. I won't let her get anything deeper than a scrape. Not even a scrape, actually. Good. I won't. That's what I want to hear. And I will act on that. I Good. promise that I will act. Man. Good. Thank you for helping me move my grill. You're welcome, sir. Hey, if you ever need any more help, just let me know. I, I do a lot of this. Stuff I will before. consider it. Yes, sir. We'll see how it is in the next couple of years. Yes, sir. Well, she's probably waiting for you. You better get going. Yes, sir. And he walks quickly again, very straight into the house. Uh, and he says, uh, well, maybe I should get going. I don't know. Should, should we, you know, about Jared? Like, maybe mm-hmm. we should go see what that's about. My place? Right. Sure. Okay. Let's take you. Oh, no, we don't have a car. I guess we can we'll ask my dad to drive us. 
I was I was just gonna say, Mr. DM, if it's at all possible, <laughs> knowing how how Bailey, you know was, exactly where Bailey went. I knew exactly where Bailey went. As, as you are having this conversation, yes. What is it? Is, is it Deborah? What's your car's name? My car's name? Yeah. Uh oh. What? No, it was I think Jolene or something. Like no, that? it wasn't what? Jolene. I think it was Veronica. I wonder if Veronica. The Look. The other name that was said, that was the first name. We've got Veronica as the middle. <laughs> Veronica rolls up. Um, Sawyer, I would assume um, you know that Crowbar woke up. Would you like to be in this car? I imagine <laughs> as she was getting there, he like she sees him just leaving. And she's like, "Oh shoot!" And I'm gonna actually have her wild shape into a bird and be following after. Love it, hundred percent. This car rolls up, and um, a grackle. Look them up; they're real. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're adorable. They're the they're the sky they're pigeons of the middle. Not adorable when you're in a campaign Midwest. and like hundreds of them follow you everywhere. No, grackles are great. Hush. <laughs> <laughs> they're pigeon ravens. They're awesome. Uh, a grackle lands on the car and then just poofs into Sawyer. Um, crowbar suddenly Sawyer is on your car. <laughs> I I manually rolled that roll down my window. Yep. <laughs> Now, how's it going, you two lovebirds? Us? Um, yes, you two. Who, did, who else am I talking to? Better than last night, that's for sure. Well, that's good. You guys need a ride? So, I think we do, don't we, Bailey? Bit better than your dad. <laughs> um, also, Sawyer, it's strange to me that that is no longer weird. I'm... Sawyer, why didn't you stop me? Uh, I'm not fast. Crowbar, help her off the car. I'm, I'm getting there. I get out all and right, I, I, right. I help Sawyer down. Are, Is are this you, a two? All right. You look exhausted. Things are getting really weird, and it's not because I'm crazy, and that's not, that's not normal. You're not crazy, Sawyer. What what crazy. what, what about, about what was not normal? I'm I'm I was like not I was like me, but like not me, like hey. like it was like me, but like well, and I mean, I was like are you saying me. like how you transformed into a, a bird? I mean you did No, like, no, I thought there. I was dead. I thought I was dead, but I wasn't dead. No, I could like I could like see into people's brains and like and like what they were dreaming and and well, when did this happen? Like, um, I don't have a watch. Um, uh, roughly 20 to 30 minutes ago, judging by flight times. Uh, <laughs> about 20 to 30 minutes ago, judging by my flight times. <laughs> okay, well, all right. Let's let's That's all let's all get trick. somewhere where we can maybe sit down here, and, and here, think. Yeah, this. We, we'll we'll talk on the road as I, I'll I'll pull my seats forward and and let whoever wants to be in the back get in. So conveniently, like a... oh. I was going to say, conveniently, around this time, you guys all get a text saying, hey, by the way, um, there's a poetry meeting in like 15 minutes. I'll get there, Bailey, I'll get there in 10. 
Bailey looks over at Bev questionably. I just, and then I mouths, just grab his shoulder and, and push him in. Yes. And guess what, Bailey? What? Well, first off, Jared is wonderful at poetry, and you know that. And second off, poetry can be romantic. Okay. And now you're going to be working on that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Everyone, poetry meeting. Let's go. <laughs> Oh my god. Awesome. You guys all convene. <laughs> this at... feels too real. This feels too real, guys. I don't like it. <laughs> you guys all show up at um the Rock Creek roller rink. Yeah. Um I attempt to I attempt to break my top speed record. Uh you get there. Heck, you said get there in ten, you get there in seven. Hey. Police Whoa. weren't even fast enough to catch it. They didn't even see who it was. But they know. <laughs> they know in their hearts. <laughs> Um, it's God, early enough in the morning. Me think of this meme I saw a couple years ago where a bird flew right in front of the license plate at the perfect time so the police couldn't, like, give them a ticket. That's Sawyer. Sawyer yeah, would I'm do sorry, that. Right now. <laughs> There's the bird. Yes. Um, you say she's my, my wing woman. So you, uh, roll up. You wait a little bit. Uh, Grant, Jared... Uh, you convinced Marge to drive you there um, because, Jared, you can't drive and Grant, your car is totaled. <sighs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> Marge is my meme, Bailey's meme off yes. of this. We don't know. You're, you're um, great. Uh, this is episode six. Jared, we know it's up now. Jared uh, leaves basically all the money he has on the counter with a note that just says thank you for everything. And Nice. Yeah. So there's now twenty dollars and forty six cents on your counter. Exactly. <laughs> I don't and hate there, that. There's I don't have also, a use for it. Um, there's also a handful of Burger King coupons. Um, hey, dude, this, most of like, them are expired, but you can get there. like you can get like three sandwiches for ten bucks. I don't know what you're talking. About. True. Burger King has wicked deals. That's a deal. We're not sponsored, but we would love to be. Is that what they get on poetry nights? That they like win the <laughs> right? Yeah. They, yeah. They get a Burger King ticket. It's promotional for the roller rink. They just have extras. Um, so you roll up. Sure enough, the roller rink, this is an early morning for people to be uh, skating. Um, but there are a few cars there. Um, you recognize um, Jason. Uh, Jason's is there, and so is Devin's. Um, and just one or two of the other uh, poetry uh, members. So all around pretty good turn up turn uh yeah turn up for um that's what it's called uh for a poetry meeting at 10 a.m uh, most of the time you guys are like 10 p.m like that's what you do um but you uh the the door is open there's some pumping disco music going throughout the uh, roller rink um, there is one person currently skating, but no one manning the desk because it's so small and they're probably irregular. Um, uh, and you guys all head to the back room, uh, where, of course, uh, this little closet where um, the poetry meetings are held. And sure enough, uh, Jason is sitting on um, a, that kind of overstuffed beanbag in the corner. Uh, with his MP3 player in 
blasting some form of you don't know what, but it's edgy. Um, <laughs> and then um, some of the other members are using the now um, actually fully functioning foosball table, uh, thanks to Crowbar way back when. Uh, they don't know who fixed it, but they're super jazzed about it. <laughs> um, and then uh, Devin is pacing nervously uh, next to, there's a little uh, kind of uh, right on wipe off board also in here. Um, and he has like some papers in his hand. Um, and he paces back and forth. Uh, and the moment you guys enter, he sees uh, first, uh, Jared, you lead the way because you know it. And then Grant enters. And then the rest of you do. And every single time you see him blink pass out, every single time a new person enters except for Sawyer. <laughs> Sawyer, he sees and he goes, he's like, huh. <laughs> well, Sawyer, <laughs> Sawyer actually looks like kind of terrifying because she hasn't changed her clothes. And like oh. her already smudged eyeliner is like oh. smudged even oh, more. So Sawyer and Crowbar matched this morning. This is great. Yes. <laughs> it also is rough. Uh, no one has had the like gall to tell you yet, but you do have like a stick in your hair. Um, and there is like a vine that has fully oh. grown around your left arm that you just kind of woke up and you're like, well, it's here now. <laughs> just went. Um, I will point out, since Jared took a shower and he didn't have access to it, um, he's not wearing makeup right now. <laughs> Jared it's, looks like normal Jared. Whoa. It's shocking. And his hair isn't straight. He will it, leave as he came into yeah. the world. Jared actually, um, oh Jared actually straightens his hair. Um, his hair is actually much more similar to mine in the sense that it's got a little bit a little bit of waves to it. Mine's much more curlier than his, but it's got a little bit of waves to it. It's not. Yeah. Can I? And he's hot. Grant thinks he's hot. <laughs> look at. Thinks you're hot too, Grant. Looking at Sawyer. He's talking about me. No, no, no. That's see, that's a ruse. No, that's my friend. I'm just gonna put it back in your hair. Oh, all right. Um, you walk in. The foosball stops. Because this is like more people that aren't wearing eyeliner that have been in this room than have ever been in this room. Um, What's up, Devin? Hey, guys. <sighs> Nothing much. Ah, uh, yo. Right. Um. Okay, so, like, bro, I had. I don't know, like, I feel like there's a word for it that, like, I totally should know because I'm in the poetry club, but, like, it's, like, in, like, no, but, like, close, right? Dream. Like, you know, like, Greek mythology, right? When, um, when, like, the great poets of old have a muse descend to them and then, like, they, like, write the greatest prophecy. thing in the world. Magnum opus. An epiphany. <laughs> I don't know what that word means, but it sounds sick, so I'm going to call it that. Bev, Bev, I think that's actually probably the closest one that we came up with. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I had, I had this, like, sick poem, like, coming to my mind, like, while I was, like, I saw you guys. I, 
I saw you guys at the baseball field. I don't know if that's a secret or not. I'm just whispering because I didn't want anyone else to know what I had. Um, so I like saw you guys and then I like went home and I couldn't sleep because I was so, I just kept looking at your number in my phone and I didn't know what to do with it. Um, but then like I eventually fell asleep. I woke up, my phone was dead and I was really sad. But, um, <laughs> but like I like woke up and I was like, wow. Like it was, it was like in my brain. What was it? It's a poem. Jared's gonna Jared's gonna go like, all right, everyone, take a seat. You know, like clap his hand a couple times. Immediately, all of the like peon people from the poetry club all sit down. I pull Jason kind of looks over, takes out an earbud, which is honestly the most interaction you mm. think you've ever seen from Jason. Oh, um, Jared's gonna get up onto the tiny like box setup that we have. That's kind of a stage. Um, and he gets up onto it and he goes, all right, guys, um, full transparency. I'm actually kind of gra uh, glad that Devin, uh, called this meeting. Um, this is going to be my last one. Um, I'm immediate gasps. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be going away for a while. Probably won't be back. Um, so, uh, okay, there's some see. running eyeliner <laughs> in the crowd. Um, you, you see Jason open his eyes almost to their full extent. Wow. I, um, I know. It's pretty crazy. And he goes, I'll like write a song about you. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I do want to say though that I I'm I'm grateful for the time that you guys have given me. This has been a a wonderful outlet. Um, and I'll uh, yeah I'll uh, I'll start us off and end it with my last one probably right here, Just something I whipped together real short and uh kind of like jared kind of like nods towards one of them and i assume like we have like a dimmer switch oh there's a <laughs> yes. there's a person designated for dimmer yeah. switch um it's an honor yeah, yes yeah, yeah. it is it's given to the person with um the second best poetry because they know that they can never beat you or you were jason um so that person has dimmer responsibilities yeah um, they dim the lights. There is also a person, uh, Jason pulls out a bass guitar <laughs> and someone has a makeshift set of bongos. Oh, wow. Um, and there, there's just a low thrumming note in the background along with some uh, percussive tapping. <laughs> Ryan has to keep himself from laughing. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, while you compose yourself, <laughs> Bailey. Bailey was holding Bev's hand the whole time, and I imagine that he kind of let her choose where to sit. But then he kind of lets go and does the <laughs> his arm up and kind of goes around. And then he leans over and says, Is this romantic? Yes, Bailey. Do you like it? Should I, <laughs> should I keep doing it? 
You can keep it there, that's fine. Okay, I'll keep it there. <laughs> it's like gently hovering. <laughs> yeah. It's not even actually touching her, it's just like, you, it's around her. Oh, but he's uh, hover-handing? Yeah, oh yeah, no. Exactly. Not the hover-hand. Like, okay, <laughs> I'll try. And he just kind of almost does. He gets close and then pulls away. <laughs> I like, grab his arm and I pull it oh. down. Okay. This is nice. <laughs> a couple of the goths are giving you weird looks because this is the most like legitimate weird romantic relationship they've seen in a maybe ever. Yeah. I pull yeah. a second stool for Sawyer if she's not already sitting down. Um, um she would have been sitting crisscross on the floor. That's fine. But <laughs> if you pull the stool over, she'll get up on the stool. <laughs> I'll just kind of, I'll lean over and just point at the two of them. They are so awkward. I mean... Like, it's kind of cute, but like... Like, Bailey is so stiff. I, I think that's fear. <laughs> <laughs> what, Bailey? You think so? That guy's like uh, a stone wall. Have you seen him on the farm? Have you seen Bev? <laughs> uh, you know, that's a fair that's a fair point, Sawyer. That's a yeah. You're not wrong. I mean, I mean, dude, like that in that last like like incursion, like she just you, like what well, she was loading it, you know. Jason on the bass guitar just goes shh shh yourself. Art is happening. Hey, um <laughs> I we're gonna just gonna we're just gonna have to be on the same wavelength here with the with the bass and, and bongos, okay? It's gonna be real short. Promise. Oh no, lag. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you time. <laughs> um, Jared. He's been faced away this entire time. He opens his book. He uh, turns around and goes. Blade and time. Dun, dun. Love and laughter. I'm done. <laughs> Friends forever fleeting. <laughs> I am sorry for my fear. And then he drops his book and he just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Oh. I love it. <laughs> They're all giving Bailey weird looks. Oh, I love it. I love he it. He looks over at Beth. I didn't know. I, 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 I pull out a, a, a pair of spoons and just click them. <laughs> um, And then like Jared, choking back tears picks up the book and actually goes to sit down next to Grant and goes, oh, uh, and before he goes, he like actually gets back on the stage and goes, oh, um, and for uh, follow-up, um, for the first time, um, Devin, yeah, give him, give him a round, guys. He like, he like walks up there and he trips on the like little step up and like kind of stumbles onto it with his like paper in his hand, wide-eyed. Like, uh, <sighs> um, my hand on Jared's thigh. Jason's mascara is a river. 
and his hands are shaking on the base and he, he looks at you and he just goes <laughs> um, the the bongo p- player picks up his hands again. Um, Jason prepares the base, and um, good old Devin looks over at him, and he goes, "Like, actually, I'm not gonna lie. It doesn't fit to have bongos in base." A gasp. <laughs> He's like, look, like, I I know, like, I don't have any place to say this, but, like, I feel like it just needs to be said in, like, one go. And it's like, and Jason holds up a hand for the first time towards the audience, and he goes, art is understood by the soul. You do whatever you need, Devin. Whatever you need. <laughs> this is the most positive affirmation Devin has ever gotten in his entire life. That's right. Hurry up, please. You see see, Grant, you've seen it. You see him about to pass out and he steals himself from the void that was about to take him over. This is character growth. (laughs) I think he needs an iron supplement. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) He's just a a real like narcoleptic they just they just have not diagnosed him yet like, it's 2008 I, uh, man can i uh use one of my soul slots and i'll just get a cast bless on him oh you certainly can it doesn't do anything but in the lieu of a massive battle coming up you can certainly do yep. that nope i know 100 <laughs> i like it massive i like it battle totally <sighs> Art is happening, Bailey. Art, art, art. 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 Yeah. Art. Um. Uh. You see him hold up a hand, the most, like, powerful gesture he's ever given. Um. The dimmer switch turns down low again, and he says, "All right. This poem is called." Do not stand at my grave and weep. By Devin Forrest. Do not stand at my grave and weep. I am not there. I do not sleep. I am a thousand winds that blow. I am the diamond glints on snow. I am the sun on ripened grain. I am the gentle autumn rain. When you awaken in the morning's hush, I am the swift, uplifting rush of quiet birds in circled flight. I am the soft stars that shine at night. Do not stand at my grave and cry. I am not there. I did not die. Thank you. Snaps. Bev looks over at Bailey and his mouth is just, he's just like this. And he just has Grant, a single tear. Grant, do you mean that Bailey looks at Bailey? Looked over at Bev. Uh. <laughs> I said Bev looks over at Bailey, but I can't determine her character choices. <laughs> it was just cinematic. Grant, Grant. I can't know what a name is. I can look over at Bailey. It's not hard to see. Okay. It's <laughs> yeah. out of the corner of your eye. Everyone's snapping, <laughs> and I bet Bailey's just sitting there, and there's like a single tear. <laughs> and he looks over at Bev and says, that 
was so beautiful. Aren't you glad you came? I didn't know. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't know. Don't you. Can we come again? Of course. Okay. Clear. Was Devin reading off of something? Um, he did have uh, a kind of bent and crumpled, a folded piece of notebook paper. Sawyer's going up and going to try and grab it. Uh, he, you got, and he goes, what is, would you like, What? what's up? Why'd you read that? What do you mean? Why, why, why was that so important? Why did, why did you have to read that? It's like the best thing I've ever written. Why now? Why, why is it now? Why'd you write that now? Why did you have to like, bring us all I, here? Why already... are we all here to hear that? Okay, first of all, I only invited Grant and Jared. I don't know who you, like... <laughs> I mean, I'm super excited. Like, like, bro, I, I'm super pumped that all of you showed up and are really interested in poetry because I know that, like, I was really afraid to show up and I was really interested in poetry. And, like, they were the only people who would let me join the group. So, like, I'm really glad that you're here. But, like... I didn't expect it. I'm sorry. I'm. Then I'll go. And she's gonna walk out of the room. Okay. Have a nice. <sighs> Don't. He br just breaks down crying, and just you leave, and then he you, he runs past you, bawling, oh. in behind the desk, um, and just oh. kind of collapses in the corner, just sobbing. Jared is going to pat Grant on the shoulder and go, "Hey, big guy, you should probably, uh, yeah, you should probably yeah, grab him." I'm on it, and I'll go behind the desk. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll follow after. Like... Yeah, same. I was gonna follow after Sawyer actually yeah, as well. Say, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bev and Bailey, you are left in a room of teary goths. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, everyone is kind of in a weird situation right now. I'm not gonna lie for you two. Bailey says to Beth, "Well, I guess if this is what it's like every week, I don't know if we we don't have to come back." This I don't <laughs> think this is how it is every week. I think that today is strange. Should we follow Sawyer? I don't know. I'll go. You lead the way. Uh. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. I, I walk out. <laughs> um. Sawyer, you storm out the door. I'll go to Grant first. As the door opens, the little bell rings and you hear a teary broken. Thank you for skating with us today. <laughs> just tears. There's a small the puddle. Oh my gosh. I go behind <laughs> the desk and I just squat down in front of him. Hey, Devin. <laughs> Something. What? So, one of the reasons why I liked going to the uh, going to the poetry meetings is because uh, back home I am only allowed to be uh, uh, positive and good at things. And uh, if I'm upset or frustrated or anything like that, um, then it didn't really matter. 
And so I went to poetry meetings because it allowed me to feel other things. Um, and I don't think Sora gets to do that very often. Uh, a lot of people kind of just step over her. And so I guess, like, my guess would be that she's kind of hardened herself to that. So when something as amazing as what you just did happens, it can be uh, overwhelming for her because you made her feel something that she wasn't used to feeling and people don't like that. So if anything, you really just kind of killed it out there, dude. And I'll go to, like, slap his hand. He, like he does because he can't resist it internally mm-hmm. um but he, he does say he's like like she's like mad at me and I, I, did I do it wrong no you did it perfectly man Kill it. oh shh sh- sh- and I'll wipe it to your oh. way <laughs> hey man come on let's get up come on I'll okay. kind of pull him up, force him to stand up. He stands up, his head, and he's like, Why is it that, like, even when I do it right, they still don't like me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ow. Uh, listen, man. Not everybody's gonna like you. It's just how it is. But, like, everyone likes you. <laughs> That's not true. It just has Bailey or Crowbar or Sawyer. I ditched all three of them. They don't like me. But, like, they all... Like, they all... You're so cool. And, like... Devin, I feel like you put me up on a pedestal. But you hang out with Jared, and he's, like, the second coolest guy that I know. Okay, first of all, Jared is the coolest guy that you know. Second of all, I mean, I've known Jerry my whole life, and they're our best friends, so. And Crowbar beat up, like, 12 dudes. That's not something you should be proud of. But it's so cool. It's really not. Violence is never the answer. Like, you've you've been to, like, the state fair, and, like, Bev does a show every year. Have you never been to the state fair? Yes, but I've never gotten to go with anyone. I just go by myself. My mom so, drives me and drops the, me off. The state fair is in like three weeks. Do you want to you go together? Yes, I really do. Okay, man, we'll go together. We'll go ride the ride. Hey, DJ. DJ, don't, don't, set, don't set him up too much when you die. We'll ride the rides. We'll eat cotton candy. Even like, my favorite thing, I like the nuts that are like glazed and like the sugar and stuff. That's, those are my favorite. But like even like Bailey, he's like not cool. But like he's ripped. Do you want to get ripped? No. Get ripped? Okay, I have okay. I have a bone condition. That's fair, man. Uh, have you tried like drinking a lot of milk? I'm a, I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> Poor dude. Well, okay, actually, good question. How's your iron doing? I don't even know what that is. Okay. So here's what we're gonna do. You and I, we're gonna go on a diet together. We're gonna start working out every morning. We'll start real gentle, just with little walks, just making sure you're getting some good protein shakes, a little bit of iron, 
vitamin C. What's a protein shake? Okay, we're gonna start right there at the beginning. It'll be great. Okay. okay. You, did, you did really good, dude. Green Gilda. Does, should, does that mean I should stop poetry now? No, you should not stop poetry. Keep doing poetry, man. But that's like a whole lot of things to do, and I've only done like one good poetry. <laughs> You've written an amazing poem. Um, I don't even think I could do that again. It was you like said you got. Hey, you said you got that from a dream. Yeah. No, it's like. It was I don't a, know. It was, a vision. it was a prophecy. It was. It was. Prophecies it, it, don't happen twice. Oh, I don't. I don't really know if that's true, but this is like the greatest thing I've ever done. I've peaked. And I'm not even out of high school. No, 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 no. Okay, here's, okay. I'm like, you're gonna go to college. I'm like, I'm just gonna be here working at a roller rink. What grade is Devin in? Oh, he's like a junior. He's gonna be a junior? Yeah, he's on his way to senior. Okay. What colleges are you applying to, dude? applied to colleges i don't know how to do that okay are you planning on like taking your act what's an act okay never mind so forget the working out okay it's cool to be smarter than it is to be jacked anyway okay I... i've got like a solid c plus average that's fine. that's fine here's what we're gonna do it's gonna be great okay uh <laughs> we're gonna get on a call we're gonna buy the same book it's an act prep book okay we're gonna buy it, and we're just gonna go through problem by problem, and I'm just gonna walk you through it. You know, I was a straight A student, I made it work, I'm sure I can help you out. We'll get you set up for the ACT, which is a really important test that will give you a lot of money to uh, get into college. And then if you want, you can come to UNL with me. Really? Yeah. I'll introduce you to all my friends, they'll become your friends, they'll love you, it'll be great. What's not to love, dude? Okay. That's funny. Will Jared be there? I think Jared's going to a different college. Oh. Yeah, but that's like... Really you're doing too. like the dynamic duo. Oh. You're yeah. like... You're like, he's, he's like your receiver and you're like his quarterback. He's like, he plays like catcher and you're a pitcher and like you're always together. And that's just... That's just so sad. Yeah. I can't play catcher. I... I signed up to play baseball this year, and I d I've never played baseball. I, d I didn't know the rules. It's it's not that hard. You just hit the ball and run. I can't hit anything. Well, neither I've can never... Bailey. He just gets lucky. I don't know. He, I did, he is really jacked, though. Yeah, but I just suck at pitching, so I just like. Are you kidding? You were like, it. You were, they were, it was really fast. It was really fast. I never no. even saw it. No, I'm like, I gotta get back. Okay. I'm, so, I'm sorry. And I just pulled I'm him just... into a hug. Yeah, he breaks down. So you're storming out the door. Okay. Yo, normalize <laughs> dapping it up after a mental breakdown, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, it seems like Grant's going to be in there for a while. Uh, the rest of you guys following Sawyer. Side note, I just now realized Crowbar could have been a really good running back. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you let it all slip away. <laughs> Wait, why? Is there something I'm missing? Well, he's really fast. I'm really He's fast. a munch. Munch, you know? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, indeed. Um, 
Anyway, for uh, yes, indeed. Do you know? Do you know who, why? Who went first? Uh, Sawyer went out first. Crowbar was following quickly behind her. D- DJ, uh, we're not getting into this yet. <laughs> Jared, um, you followed after Crowbar, and then Bev and Bailey went after. So Crowbar, you'll reach Sawyer before Jared does. Okay. Um, as we get outside, I'll just say, uh, Sawyer, hey, uh, you all right? That that was uh, kind of. Uh, interesting. Kind of out of nowhere, it seemed like. What's up? You you seem there's something heavy on your mind. Why? Well, what what could possibly be heavy on my mind? Well, look. Regardless of Jared, we don't need to be upset about it. We don't need to be upset about it. Am I am I out here? Hi. Uh, you're you're you can see them talking okay. and hear them through the glass door that okay. is slightly propped open. Okay. I'm not, I'm not. Because, because Sawyer, one, Jared would not want us to be upset. He would want us to enjoy what time we have left. Yeah, and reading some poem about how he's going to be gone and there's no, there's no way to stop it. That, that's not that's not that's not what I want. I don't I don't want to think about that right now. If you think about it, it comes real, and then when it's real, it gets bad, and that's not that's not how things are supposed to work. How are they supposed to work? I'm I'm supposed to be crazy and weird, and none of this is supposed to be real because 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 if it's not real then I can escape. Then I don't have to think about it. Then I can, I can be anybody and I can go anywhere and I, I can have anybody. But now, now it's real. It's all real. Everything, everything, even the things that I didn't even think were real, but still said them just to keep up this act of, Whatever this town thinks of me. And now, one of the very few people who even bother to learn my name is about to go. Well, Sawyer, unfortunately, there is no easy answer. And and that's just kind of life. But um, what I do know is that you can't always escape. And you can't always know. And you can't always see it coming. But sometimes you just kind of got to live with it. And you got to learn to lean on the other people around you. Because that's the only way you can really get going. We all experience pain, and it hurts a lot, losing someone, 
close to you when you feel like it's too soon feel like there's more to be said but that's not our choice to make all that we can do is learn to appreciate the people we do have around us because it's better to focus on the good things and the bad Bailey squeezes Bailey squeezes Bev's hand a little bit when he (laughs) says that better to appreciate time we do have with each other because in the end all of us will eventually leave what what happens when this this ends what what happens when whatever this is ends what are things going to go back to normal and is is that normal going to be you all walking away again jared walks out at this time you can also see Bev and Bailey kind of like they were pressed up against the door and they kind of stumble a little bit and then step back as the door swings close again. Sawyer. Yeah. Um, you guys live on. That's what you guys are going to do. It's not, it's not, it's not done yet. We got, we got Bailey back. We can, we can get you back. And uh, Jared's going to sit. Is there like a bench? What are like what's the dynamic here? Yeah, I pull one out of those, a bench. Like, <laughs> very brightly painted neon, like plastic benches oh, outside. God, one of those. <laughs> that probably is very unhygienic. I, I sit on the. Actually, you know what? No, he doesn't sit down. Um. He walks behind the bench and kind of rests his head on top of Sawyer's and wraps his arm around her and is just like, okay. Listen here, you wonderful weirdo. I am so happy that I got to know you. I'm happy that I got to know all of you. But I don't want to leave here knowing you guys are upset or fighting. No, I I love you guys. <laughs> I mean, you guys are my friends. The last thing I want is you guys to be mad at each other or or mourn for me. <laughs> no, I, I want you all to live on. You're all so talented in so many ways. And Sawyer, you need to just keep being you. You need to keep being a Blakely. I've never seen anyone. And at this time, Jared makes his way around and 
just kind of crouches down and like looking her dead in the eye. I have never seen anyone bright up, brighten up a room like you do. I fully understand that everyone think you think that everyone thinks you're weird, but honestly, I think, I think they're just jealous. I know I was. I wish. I wish I had even an ounce of the shine that you have. Freak people out. Hurt their feelings. You don't hurt their feelings. Freak them out, maybe, but it keeps life interesting. And that's okay. Doesn't mean they hate you for it. I mean, hell. Hey, Sawyer. For for what it's worth, I know that sometimes I say things I shouldn't. But a lot of people don't know this, but sometimes I don't feel very confident. And you have confidence. So in kind of a way like Jared, I, I admire you for that. And Jared, I have something for you too. My, uh, my, my folk uh, have a saying, it's harvest always arrives. And we just say it to remind us that we need to prepare and make sure we're ready for when, well, the time comes. And he walks over to Jared and kind of puts his hand on his shoulder and looks at him in the eye. I feel like now here, looks over at Sawyer, we're preparing for the harvest. And sometimes as much as we don't want to think about it or put in the work to make harvest happen, it has to happen sometime. And so I think it's good that not that necessarily harvest is coming, but it's good that we're preparing and that we're here together and that we have helping hands and we're not alone because you can't harvest a whole field on your own. Bailey. Don't, don't your family have another saying? We have Some, a few. Something about work and <laughs> getting a job done or something. I'm not. I'm not entirely yeah, sure. Yeah, we have we have a couple like that. One of them. Uh, never leave a job undone. Never leave a job undone. Another one though. Idle hands are the devil's workshop. Bad things come to those who don't do anything. You guys want to know something right now? Um, Jared looks over at Sawyer and he goes, I think I only have about eight hours left, give or take. There's still a job that needs to be done. What's that? I mean, Sawyer saw what was in the sky. The high school. There are rifts opening up. As much as we hate it, your, grand, your granddad said exactly what needs to be done, and that means we need we started this, we need to end it. And as much as I hate the fact that I have to spend my last eight hours battling who knows what, um, I mean, that's just how it goes. Right. We have another saying, one more saying. And that saying is remember the land. And... By saying that, it means respect what's around you. Remember 
that you're you're in it with everything else here. That everything is deserving of honor and care. And I suppose that by us doing this duty, I suppose you could call it, by us spending Jared's last time here doing this deed, that we are remembering the land and we are caring for those around us, as in us, but also everyone in this town and who knows who else. So as far as I'm concerned, I think Jared's right. And this might be the best thing we could do. And with that, um, as the looming threat of the high school and what lies beyond, as well as the pale green glow that still reflects in the back of Sawyer's mind that hovers above it, we're going to take our 15. <sighs> All right. Yay, guys. Welcome back. Breaks it's over. Not good. Nope. We're not having um, time anymore. Uh, over this break, the party has moved to the high school. Oh, cool. Because I didn't want to have to affirm it because I know you're going to do it. Um, so you are currently standing outside of this um, kind of like three-story brick building, glass windows, schoolhouse. Um, around the back of it, uh, every single day that you went to school, you kind of saw this little sign. There's a little, like, nuclear shelter sign on it. Um, and you guys uh, have been in these tunnels before. They're used for tornado drills. Um, any, like, incredibly dangerous uh, natural disaster that would occur uh, in the state of Nebraska is what you use these for. Um so you know where the entrance is. Um, there is a padlock on it, but it is so little cared about that it is rusted over, most likely and easily breakable. So you guys stand outside this um, uh, chain lock door um, into this abyss of tunnels. All right. Well, looks like this might be it. Uh, Sawyer, we 
Do you got any idea where we might be going? Do you... I have a light on my phone. Yes. Yes, you do, Grant. I pull, I out, I pull out a flashlight, too. I cast dancing lights, and I go... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I put my flashlight away. I would like to take out um, my special lightning pistol and put it, like, in my jeans pocket to be readily available and hold my bad news gun. Mm-hmm. You have a, uh, a custom holster that your dad actually gave you. Nice. Um, it was in the it was in the back of his truck, so you're good to go. Um, Can we have stopped by the shop to grab my scythe from my truck? Yeah, uh, all Heck of yeah. you have at, like correctly suited up. Heck yeah! Um, you are at the correct ability as you should. I should have probably I should probably asked you to do this before the break. I wanted to do a thing, but you know what? We're already here. I just want you guys to know that Jared is going to die with unfinished business. Ooh. <laughs> also, Grant, can I have you roll a a percentile die for me, Grant Johnson? Not you, Bailey. Am I? Gotcha. <laughs> I wasn't listening, anyways. So, just kidding. I noticed. Um, I always as we've to. been as we've been walking the whole way, Sawyer's making new flower crowns for everybody again. Yes. 98. Through the power of poetry and the comfort of a good friend who had to stay behind, partly because he would die if he went anywhere and also because he was technically working, um, that spell slot that you spent regained. Ooh, look at that. Nice. Just because yeah, you're going to need it. Yeah, that's Aaron going, you need all six divine lights. <laughs> um, yeah, we are. Okay. Um, I cast armor shadows. <laughs> just, just good just, choice. Um, Way to enter combat yeah, with defense this time. Yeah. <laughs> I, go, I go up to the, the tunnel. I just go. Echo. It echo. 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 <laughs> and Sawyer's echo. wearing all Sawyer. the flower crowns on her arm. She hasn't passed any of them out yet. She's just collecting them on her arm. Jared's been casting Mage Hand and flicking Sawyer's like head on occasion. So like... Okay, let's stop messing around. Let's just get down to it. All right. Um, I'll, uh, I'll I go pull first, out my crowbar. Wait, hold on. Before you do that, um, let me just do something real quick. And he casts. Oh, wait, it's one of these things. He casts Divine Sense, hmm. which You're lets wrong. him know location of celestial fiend or undead and he knows if the ground is consecrated or desecrated yeah, don't learning. know what the range is yeah, never mind uh <laughs> it is a 30 foot range um and it's, although it doesn't uh, work like this range. oh 60 foot even better ha ho nice. i play a paladin guys <laughs> <laughs> um uh it doesn't technically last longer than the action you use to do it, but I don't care. Um, using this, you can sense, um, it's almost, it almost comes to you in the form of a smell. It's this tangy, um, acidic smelling, almost smells like rotting flesh. Ooh, um, yummy. This sense of consecrated ground. And you can tell that it 
moves in a pathway. You can feel the direction that it comes from. Interesting. All right. There's definitely some bad things going on here. This ground is not safe. I think something's moving about that might be interested. Just stay on your guard. I'll say maybe a direction or something if, if someone's coming. Does that sound good? Yeah. Be on alert. Got it. Uh, Jared also opens up the blade. <laughs> yes. Uh, getting your... Everything just out there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All preparation. Bev? Bev would like to stay towards the front and have her, like, gun pointed kind of as they, like, go around corners and, like... Yes. I'll, yeah. I'll take... I'll take my, uh, I'll have, she can be like right over my shoulder as I have the shield in front of me. So like feed mm-hmm. and nice. be like the, the spear point and then she's like right there. Yes. So she can blow out my eardrum when she fires. Totally. <laughs> I'll, I'll Just like back. in the movies. Your, your body is magically enhanced. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm immune to disease. Does that mean I can't go deaf? Exactly. Because that's not at all a that's disease. That's how that works, DJ. I'm sorry. <laughs> If a disease causes you to go deaf, you could fix that. Yay! Okay, anyway, we we enter the tunnel. Yes, you enter the tunnel. Good Um, job, guys. We did it. We're winning. Uh, For the most part... Tinnitus. Wait, is that tinnitus? I don't know diseases, man. Wait, I should. Never mind. Never mind. Wrong campaign. Wrong campaign. Wrong campaign. I don't know diseases right now. We're walking down the tunnel. Walking down the tunnel. Things are happening. Yes, Sawyer. May I wild shape into a wolf, which will give me keen hearing and smell? You most certainly can. Nice. How many times can you wild shape? Twice. Uh, twice. Uh, but it lasts for a long time, like an hour or something. So you'll be good. As we're walking, I'll just kind of pet, pet her on the head, just momentarily. <laughs> Adorable. Uh, there is still a twig stuck in her fur. Sure. sure. <laughs> um, so you guys head down. Uh, f- when you first enter, it seems exactly the same as it was during all those drills. There are piled up ancient desks and chairs, as well as um, you see there's like an upright base that is like broken and hollowed out with no strings on it, where like. The orchestra was like, well, we don't know what to do with this. So they just threw it down here. Um, But as you proceed, you head towards the very back of this dust covered, um, the like stone walled uh, basement almost to find another um, metal door. Um, This unlocked. Uh, You proceed through it. And this same kind of pattern progresses. As you enter a room, it goes a little deeper down. It's a bit of a, of, of a decline as you go. Um, and slowly it begins to, to get darker and darker, no longer lit by the sun outside as it came through that metal door, through those hallways, until eventually the only thing lighting it are the dancing lights that Jared has created. Um, Their light flickers off the walls in that same golden afternoon glow. Um, But 
this time rimmed with silver light, creating this weird sense of difference. When you combine that warm light and cold light at the same time, it's almost off-putting at times. But eventually, there are no more desks. There are no more ch chairs. There's no more random instruments scattered around. Even the floor changes from being this um, like normal, like tiled or cut stone. It turns into rough rock. Um, almost like they didn't expect to ha have people need to live in the actual tunnels themselves. Um, if nuclear fallout did happen, they're just a way of getting between things. So the walls stop being molded and they're just rough, hollowed out stone as you go farther down. There are still the iron doors with a single glass window laced with wire. Um, but it is so dark that you can't see through the glass anyway. Um, as you go, there are multiple turnoffs of these huge caverns um, underneath the town. Uh, if it weren't for that divine sense and Sawyer's incredible sense of smell as a wolf, um, you aren't sure whether or not you'd be able to get out of here. Um, it is practically a labyrinth of random directions and tunnels and half formed crevices that could be a direction or could be completely pointless. Um, you think that some of them lead probably to the hospital or um, over to the insane asylum just out, outside of town. But as you follow these paths, you start to take some stranger ones, a little smaller ones, less formed to the point where you can barely walk side by side in this narrower cavern. And finally, for the first time in this journey through the underground, you reach an incline. You proceed upwards, no longer entering rooms, just one long, slowly increasing slope. And then at the very end, there is a ladder. A single ladder made of iron, rusted, creaky, but firm. You climb up the ladder. There's a small wooden hatch. Grant, at the front, do you go up first? Bev may have tried to go up first, but if he, like... Dude, bro, Bailey would not let that happen. <laughs> Bailey is easily... Maybe not easily. I don't know what Bev's trying to do, but he's definitely walking in front of Bev. Wherever uh, that Sawyer, may be. So Sawyer's you've got the two paladins stick. making the gun rest. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay. yes. Sawyer, Sawyer's trying to stick to the front to see if she smells anything. So two, two paladins, a dog, and a gun. That's yes. right. We I formed a, a, force. a weapon to surpass a metal gear. Meanwhile, right. meanwhile, Jared and I are just casually strolling in the yep. back, you know, just making sure those lights are up and running. 
Yeah. I will just when I get up to the top of the ladder, I'll just peek up just enough that I can stick my eyes back. Yep. Uh, immediately the tunnel is flooded with golden evening light. The dust stirs a little bit, and you can see you're actually in a small wooden shack of some sort. And then you look a little to your right, and you just see two hollow eye sockets of a skull. To your left, another skull. And there are bones beyond that. Uh, there's a shack up there and uh, some skeletons. Uh, kind of creepy, they're just like staring at you on either side. It's great. Um, that doesn't sound yeah. great there, Grant. Well, no, it's not really great. You, you just kind of, it's a little creepy, but uh, if I die, you know why. And did, you see, did you see anything Hold else? On. Hold on. Now, no, wait a minute. I didn't see anything else. So. Do you guys want me to send something up there? Do you have something to send? I mean, I I can make animals and like see through their eyes and stuff. Can I like put my front paws up on the ladder and like just start sniffing? Uh, yes. Please make a perception check for sniff with advantage because you're always <laughs> make a sniff roll. Mm-hmm. Can you okay, roll yeah, for sniff? That was a <laughs> that's a nineteen. Oh yeah, um, you're finely attuned dog sniffer um, gets Snoot. right up. It's not a tall ladder, so you're kind of able, you kind of just climb on, you do that awkward dog climb to get on top of Grant. So you're like on his shoulders and then you put like two paws on the ladder to sniff up at the at the trap door. You can smell a number of things. Um, you smell old bones, dry, dusty, really old bones. Um, you smell autumn. You smell like fall smells, um, like dry, uh, dusty leaves, um, dried corn husks, all the things that you would normally smell. And you also smell dirt and gravel, along with kind of a foul stench, but that's pretty far off. And also, Mr. DM, does uh, if if it's working like continually, um, this little version of divine sense, would I sense it, or do I no longer have that ability? Uh, you can keep track of this. Is it isn't currently in effect, but you can tell that the trail leads up the ladder. You can't tell where it goes after that because you're not up the ladder. Sure thing. I'll I'll use one of my divine senses then. 100%. Nice. Smite um, night, baby. First of all, you don't sense any um, creatures within 60 feet of you that okay. align with any of those. Mm, that's not good. Well, guys, I think there could definitely be something dangerous up ahead. I'm sorry, what was that? I think it, it's a little shack above this. I think we can at least get in the shack. Bev, what were you saying? I was saying that I could lead. 
That's not happening, but well, here I'm already oh, is here. It not and, now? and I just opened the door, popped my head up. Yeah, Grant just goes up the ladder. Everybody <laughs> up, you know. Sawyer's kind of like. Uh, you're kind of still on his shoulders, so like technically, just a just dog a head appears a along with a dream. hand. That's so cute. And then the rest of the person and the rest of the dog. Um, okay. Yeah, get you get onto Sawyer the- onto the ground. She is Chihuahua. Uh, you, sure enough, you are in a small shack that uh, Sawyer, you have been in once before uh, because it was a big point of research for you, actually. It was something that very much interested you. Um, she had the interest in great things. <laughs> Grant, uh, you have never been in the shack, but just outside the shack, you see a very, very familiar gravel road a gravel road that goes right in between the Patterson farm and the Johnson farm, a a road known (laughs) as Colt Road. Um, And if you remember, uh, Johnson, on your land, there is a little shack Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, that Sawyer, you know, to be riddled with rumor and legend of being uh, an actual witch shack. Like it was believed that Colt Road was named after an actual cult. Of course, no cultists were ever found, but But, yeah, great. You know, the rumors are still there. Uh, But lying on the ground around you, you do see um, full human skeletons. I swear, if we're about to fight a witch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, it's way worse than that. I just just had the realization and DJ, how dare you? Um, <laughs> uh, is there anyone outside of the shack that I can see? Uh, if uh, you look outside the shack, there are there is one major thing that you see um, that is kind of a, a combination of things. First off, when you first uh, came here, the Patterson Farm, which is what you're currently looking at because the shack is on the opposite side. Yeah, yeah. Um, It should be in full growth season. Yeah. Um, It's the peak of summer. It's June. The stalks are grown. They're getting corn on them. That is not the case here. What you see in front of you, there's still the wooden posts with the old wires strung between them. But on the other side of those posts, instead of corn stalks, there are crumbling stones plotted throughout the field as far as the eye can see. And as far as you go, you eventually see a thin, withered tree in the distance. And next to that tree, there are there's something or some things. Um, they are moving, but you can't tell what they are. What do you see? Um, you know, you know, Colt Road, the one between our properties. Yeah, what's that got to do with this? We're up there. We're, we're over by there. You know, the shack just on the other side of your property. We went all that way. Apparently, here. Get up here. I don't think anyone else is here. By the way, there's some skeletons up here, so just steer yourself. 
Okay. I suppose uh, Bailey would follow, I assume, by Bev. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bailey peeks his head over and climbs out, and he says, There's something seriously off about this place. I think... I think this is it. This is the... We're in the... might be in the... in-between. The between. Like, here, look at this. And I point out his form. Yeah, I noticed. Comes out of the... All of you leave are all those stones the after you, Jared. There's stones um, on a property. What's that about? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what is everyone's passive perception? Oh, great. I think mine is 15. Yes, 15. Mine is also 15. Mine is 13. <laughs> just, <I'm> <laughs> 12. Just like Havel. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's Havel, Jared? Okay. Um, Sawyer and Bev and Grant. Um, Sawyer, because it's a little easier for you, partly because you're a dog, partly because you've already seen it. Um, in, now bathed in this evening sundown. You can see as Jared emerges from the tunnel into the sunlight, not the silver wheel that Sawyer has seen before, but you do see there are thin, so thin it's almost like a hair of silver thread that flows from random points of his body, almost like he's beginning to unravel. I'm, I'm, Sawyer's walking up and is gonna like circle, but like brushing against Jared's legs as she's circling. Yeah. I just take a step further back. Like you right there. Pet Sawyer dog. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, is she trying to say something? Um, not sure. Jared has strings. Strings? Yeah. What do you mean? It's like he's coming undone. Undone? Uh, look closer, I assume? Oh, yeah. Now that they're pointed out, anyone who looks, um, you kind of have to squint a little bit, but you can see um, almost like spider silk threads that come off of Jared's hands, um, the back of his neck. Um, and there is even some small points that have almost been eaten through by these silver threads, not to the point where it's like bleeding, but it's like there was nothing there to begin with. Um, crap, crap. Uh, how much time do I have left? What time is it? Uh, I, I don't know. My phone. <laughs> oh, geez. Math time. Um, I believe when we left off, you said you had around eight it's hours. Probably yes. around eight hours or so. Like um, to get through the tunnels, it probably only took you one or two. So you have about six hours left. Six hours left. Okay. 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 What's up, time? Sorry. You know, the the <laughs> parts that are, are, are like holes are basically like like pock marks. Yeah. They're barely even noticeable. Um, 
it's okay. I have six hours. Guys, obviously, I mean, if we're in where, wherever this is, um, it's going to be a bit more obvious that uh, I'm not the most metaphysically stable. So... Uh, let's just try and do what we're here to do. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah. Maybe it's this place. Let's hurry up and, and maybe nothing will happen, right? Yeah, let's, right. let's just get moving. Bailey and Grant, you with your divine sense picking up on that desecrated ground, um, the trail, Bailey, that you've been following in Grant that you've now seen, it leads directly into um, the Patterson Field and straight towards that tree. You also can tell that the entire field itself um, is both considered consecrated and desecrated ground. Huh. Uh, DJ, you. we couldn't hear that. Probably just need to speak up. I know where we need to go. I do too, but I don't like it. Lead the way. Uh, um. I will once again flex my gloves and have my shield reappear. Sawyer is walking up to Grant and is like standing by his side, almost kind of nudging his hand on her head and is going to walk speech, with speech, him. Speech, speech. <laughs> I will, uh, speech, speech. <laughs> I, uh, I'll start leading, I guess. Well, Hold on, Sawyer's, Grant. Sawyer's staying right by his side. Hold on, Grant. I want to say that this might get rather personal for me. And if we encounter something that has been plaguing my family, that I would like to do the duties of getting rid of it, if that is an option. I'll allow it, but you won't be doing it alone. <laughs> That's fine by me. Well said. Well, might as well get on. Hurry up. Before we get too far into it, Jared um, goes and picks up Sawyer and then just like holds her up and is just like, I am so sorry, but you're just so cute. <laughs> like, look, I'm like guys, a medium beast a right now. Wolf. <laughs> it's a whole, whole wolf. It's a whole She is wolf. as tall as. I, I have a decent strength score. I just, <laughs> just like, look, look, at, look at the dog. Your back legs are still on the ground. Look at doggo. <laughs> <laughs> Fork, fork. Excellent. Best dog. Turn the knob and head out the door. Blake, Cross dog. Best dog. Uh, you turn the knob, the door just collapses outwards. Mm, the, great. It's long since been rusted away, any hinge that was attached. Um, and you leave behind the bones of the dead. Uh, as you enter into the field, yes. Crowbar Jones. As 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 we begin to travel again, I'm gonna take out my crowbar. I'm gonna put it in one of my in my magic pockets. I'm gonna bring it back out again as I cast magic weapon on it. Strong, play, <laughs> strong play. idea. Speaking, speaking of magic, um, really quick because I can just do this at will. Eldritch sight on the bodies. What does that do? detect magic? Detect magic on the bones. Yeah. Uh, the bones are not magical, but you okay. do sense uh, with that detect magic, you can see that the hut, the like shack, has chicken legs, really old runes. I don't know. Oh, uh. I don't know. Oh. 
Photo. What just happened? I have no, no idea. Story is I've no, never seen that before. Story is DM. Oh dear. Give me a second. Uh, not again. Yeah. This happened. This happened earlier. Give me, give me my second. yeah, give my second. Zoom Wait. just like turned off and then turned back on. Uh, it blinked. Yeah, it, it blinked. blinked. The universe <laughs> like, wants Lydia to DM. Uh, it's uh, true. It's a sign. It's true. All right, guys. Yep. So guess what's going to happen now? Okay. 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 <laughs> this is probably. A, I'll look. I'll I'll be Sawyer from now on. We all live happily ever this. after. Okay. And it was scary. You all got really fantasy. quiet, and I was like. Okay, we're good. Okay, so hot has chicken legs. Yes. Uh, no. <laughs> wrong wrong witch uh there are um barely legible even with detect magic uh runes um written in red that's the color that it picks up um surrounding uh the hatch on the ground leaning all the way up the sides of them even spreading out onto the ground around it written in strange directions and pathways these almost almost celtic looking runes um you can't make them out unless you have an arcana check but uh they are there can can i yes you may can i attempt that <laughs> certainly oh boy <sighs> It's a nine, yes. Yeah, I did great. Man, if only your strange pocket knife taught you how to read magic. <laughs> I'm actually really good at Arcana. By really good, I mean it's better than most. It's better than it's better than wisdom. <laughs> hey Jared, we're all proud of you nonetheless, okay, buddy? Exactly. Thank you, man. You can't they can't all be wins, you know. Um especially today, I guess. Nope. <laughs> Uh, but you cross the uh, gravel road um, and go up this nice little um, ditch to the fence. Um, cross through the fence. And now that you're closer, um, you can see that these stones are old, worn gravestones. Um some of them with uh, barely legible names still on them. The farther you get into the field, the more recent they become. I'd like to examine um, one partway through the field. Uh, sure. Is Just, the last uh, name Patterson? Uh, make an investigation check for me. That's uh, in a flat 11 plus... Um, what's we, can that help, one? we can help him out with this. Okay. Can, can I? Oh, that's better. That's a 14 on die. Gotcha. Uh, no, the name is not Patterson. Oh, okay. Well, that's okay. Awesome. Uh, guys, I swear this is not. I swear this is not my field back home. <laughs> this is um, not being hidden. This is between new to me. Between all of you reading names and looking at things, um, some of the last names do sound familiar. Um, like they may be, uh, people that you once knew or you've heard about. Um, of course, there are a lot of similar names, like you find a Jones, but how many Jones live in the world, you know? Um, and like Johnson, I think is one of the most common last names in the state of Nebraska. So like you find a couple Johnsons, but it's like, okay. 
Um, eventually, though, you do find a name that you do recognize. You find eventually, as you get maybe 75% of the way in, you do find a Patterson. Hmm. Um, and these recognition of names, you think that these gravestones are almost anyone who has died around this town is what you, what the thought that you get, where it's like, you don't think that it prefers a certain family or anything. Hmm. I say it because as you are now 75% into the field, you see a number of things. Bailey, the thing that you notice most of all, scurrying around the field, almost like field mice, um, are these strange little effigies or entities. They're made out of, um, they have a calf skull. Um, and then it looks like threaded together, um, spine um, that appears to just be threaded together with just a normal red thread. And you recognize these. You have actually helped your grandpa and father in the past make them. Huh. These are the things that you would put on stakes to plant around your field every oh. single year. You've never been explained why. Right. Um, but every once in a while, you can see one of them will scurry up to a gravestone and begin to scratch at it and begin to carve very slowly into the gravestone a letter. Ew. All right, guys. Um, I, I, I got a feeling that whatever is messing with this town, whatever is in the field, I feel like it might be nearby. It most definitely is. All of the rest of you, including Bailey, can now see the tree. Bailey, you recognize it very well. Um, it is that same withered aspen that lives in your cornfield, the cornfield you're told not to go in during sunset. Um, next to it, there are actually three creatures. One, a solid black obsidian steed with glowing red eyes and smoking mane and tail. It paws the ground restlessly and you can see almost steam, just heat. Those heat shimmers emanate from any time that it breathes. Its reins are tied around the tree and sitting next to it, slumped, lifeless against it, you see what you would assume to be its rider, dressed in a very old-fashioned um, trench coat with one of those fancy little white puffs. I don't know what they're called. Um, long, black, gentlemanly um, suit pants but completely headless. Um, but in its left hand, you can see what is most likely its head. 
um, this pale green, yellow colored, moldy, cheese-like head um, sits on the ground to the left of it underneath its hand. And then propped up against the tree is a monstrous wooden scythe blade etched and broken and dull. Bailey um, kind of stops when he notices and um, he kind of gestures to him a bit and says to the group a little quietly that's him that's it I know that that's him and he looks at Bev and he says no fear and he starts walking forward you say that and the third figure turns to face you oh good <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> Looming so much taller, I would say. Oh no. Oh, what? Almost 25 feet yep. taller. Oh, what? So that's Don't not the it. main boss. Don't no. say it. Then, um, then the figure at the tree. Yes, I remember now what TJ said. Don't say it. Hey, um, cloaked in smoke and oh. withering rot. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Why does everyone know what this is? <laughs> We're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. Uh, strong, muscled legs and arms that the legs end in goat hooves. <laughs> with three long grasping fingers and a full cow skull. Um, Damn it. Two long horns come out the top of it. Is this just straight up a minotaur? DJ, I hate you. No, no, no. No, no, no. It's worth you wish. DJ, I hate you. It's it's a night walk. Oh, I've seen a picture of that. Slim. Um, almost decrepit. It looks almost Ugh. malnourished. Um, and it looks over to you. It doesn't have a jaw, but Ugh. instead its neck almost Ugh. gapes open and you just see an endless maw. Sawyer, you know this maw very well. <laughs> it's very similar to what you were stuck in in episode two. And it's, uh, it turns and it looks at you and it says, Ah, the fun has arrived. I've been waiting. Eldritch Blast, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> and it does begin to plod lumbering over to you. You feel as though it's like watching some large cat stalk its prey where you know that if it chose to run it would be unbearably fast but just the ease of this predator muscle allows it to just calmly walk at you okay I have to mention this if memory serves uh, Grant your weird happening was hitting some cow like thing right? yeah all right, that's all I needed to know. Just, wor- just wondering. Thing. I couldn't remember, so there's that. Well, 
I suppose uh, Bailey would say something like, I've been waiting too. Casts command. <laughs> and I didn't think this far ahead. <laughs> He's like, I did it. He's like, I didn't think I'd get this far. And he says, he just simply says, stop. Sure, let's see what happens. That's no, not gonna. It's a, I don't it's a know. wisdom save, I think. I don't, yeah. I don't know, man. Legendary action. Uh, yeah, legendary. Burn, burn the resistance. I know you have it. So that's a that's a fourteen. No, 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 no. Wait. He has to roll it against your spell save DC. Oh, good. Yeah. That's so. Command is good. a wisdom saving throw. What have I done, guys? Uh, we don't know. Okay, so it's EJ. He has to beat a thirteen. Heck, you dog. Yeah, it succeeds. It's theatrical. Wait, Bailey, you only have a plus two charisma. I have a plus three, so is that what, 14? So that would be 14. I'm gonna change that real quick. All right, guys, here we go. Is that change it, Aaron? It's a 14 now. No, we rolled an 18 on die. Yeah, I knew. Oh, good. Uh, Don't work these days. Well, that didn't work. Guys, we gotta think of something. <laughs> uh, it, it doesn't even look offended. It doesn't even look offended. Bending. Oh, how nice. I mean, it's okay. it's like we're worried about that. It's like the way that you would look at a puppy that's like doing the like play bite thing where it like bites you on the leg and you're like, "Oh, that's adorable." Hey, hey DM. Yeah. Hey, this is do bad. Feel, do I feel like we're about to roll initiative? Dude, does I feel like roll an insight check? Yeah, yeah, dude, just I just want to know if I should like do a can thing I, or not. Uh, can I cast Shield of faith. Yes. Cool. Hey, that's that's an eighteen on die. The tension. You think, Jared? Some some voice. Your your patron goddess says. You know. Not right now, necessarily. You've got six hours left alive. I can talk for a long time. Okay. I. What do you want? I, I was gonna just really quick. I ready protection um, from good and evil, and the and it's gonna be cast on eeny meeny money mo. Grant. Um, <laughs> yeah, we all knew. That. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. The, the jokes on you. He was just pointing at his pecs. No, no. I, I was I was debating between Bailey and Grant. Um, Grant, and the as soon as this thing attacks. Just gonna cast. Just gonna cast protection from good and evil on doable. Yeah, Boy. Be, I'm ready. I'm ready to hit this thing if it does. I just won't get hit this game. I am too. Yes. It walks up. Um, and Grant, when you ask it what it wants, it looks at you. Um, and you can't. It doesn't have a smile to smile, but you can see that it's. Ugh. It is smiling at you on the inside. <laughs> and it says, what do I want? <sighs> so many things. Well, can we, uh, can we not 
keep destroying our, our plane to do that? Can you just like uh, not do that? Sawyer is growling the whole time. That is a natural response. Question, Sawyer as a dog or Sawyer as a person? Um, yes. <laughs> Good answer. It looks at you this time in confusion emanating from behind this cow skull of the face and it says destroy I've done nothing but accelerate the process I hate it hold on oh, I like it oh, okay, uh, everyone please roll initiative yep. okay I cast protection from good and evil on grass yes. <laughs> okay I just like to point out I currently have a 21 AC and this thing has disadvantage to hit me Mr. DM, did I get my attack off before initiative happened? What nope. Does, what I feel like? Why did it feel like we had a handgun and this this dude's just holding like a nuclear bomb? And <laughs> you had a flintlock pistol. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look at that! I'm rolling like trash, guys. Hey. Yeah. Also, hey DJ, do you know the effects of protection from good and evil? I have. Uh, creatures with those types of disadvantage or attack goes against the target. The target also can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. If the target is already charmed, frightened, or possessed by such creature, the target has advantage on any new saving throws against the relevant effects. Yes. So basically, I just won't get hit. I will watch all my friends die around me. You get to know I... what Bev feels like. Ha <laughs> 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 All right, um, 25 to 20. Yeah, 22. 21. 21. <laughs> I didn't get 21. Don't, don't. I was just thinking bad meme. Uh, 19 to 15. 17. Ooh. 14 to 10. 14. True. <laughs> I love, I love watching you in initiative because every single time you go back and you look at your sheet, you're like, nope, still not, still not me. 9 to 5. <laughs> Eight. Okay, okay, okay. Actually, wait. Seven. That still didn't change anything. Um, four to zero. Four. Nice. <laughs> Bella's doing great. He's in that fun. case. Grant first. Um, you see, uh, gosh dang, Crowbar pulls out his signature weapon, and just starts to sprint. Ugh. Oh, I suppose. Blood in his it. eyes. While, while I'm there, I'll whack it. Um, I will take out the axe that I have with me. Where are all my spells concentration? Does a 22 hit? Uh, yeah. No, no, it doesn't. Um, I am doing this with one hand because I'm carrying a shield. Nice, 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 nice. So that's uh, 12 points of slashing damage, and then I will use extra attack. Okay. Does a 18 hit? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Cool. Its AC isn't that high. It's really big. That's max damage. So that will be another 13 points of damage, and I will use uh, my bonus action to. Well, actually, I will Divine Smite on the second one. Strong play. And another one. Plus 
Okay, so that'll be another eight points of radiant damage on top of that. And then I will use my Inspiring Smite um, and as a bonus action. After I hit with my Divine Strike, I distribute temporary 10 points equal to 2d8 plus my level, which will be, oh, not bad. That's another 16 hit points to everybody. Uh, I believe you have to split them up. Is it a total of it? Let me look. Wait, is this this is is this temporary hit points or is this yes. healing? Okay, cool. Cool. I like that. Yeah, if you deal damage to a creature with your divine smite feature, you can use your channel divinity as a bonus action and distribute temporary hit points to creatures of your choice within thirty feet of you, which can include you. The total number of temporary hit points equals two eight plus your level. Oh, okay, perfect. The amount of chosen creatures so you get. You're right. So sixteen divided by uh, Bev isn't going to be near them, so I won't give it to Bev. I'll give it to I'll give eight to Crowbar and eight to Bailey. Heck yeah, baby! Not the spellcaster state. He's about to use those hit points too. After he waits, point. after he waits patiently for his turn. Okay, that's my uh, that's my turn. Awesome, Bev. Uh, Grant is going in. Crowbar sprinting. Crowbar sprinting. I'm gonna take a shot with my. Bad news game. Excellent. I never would have guessed. I like that she's oh. holding her hair back to roll. <laughs> How is a, a 27? Ooh. Yeah, that'll hit. Whoa, what the? Was that guess, in that 20? Guess what? No, um, it was yeah. a uh, no. it was an 18. So um, she has a plus nine to hit. <laughs> guess how much damage I get to do with this gun. Uh, 4d10. Wait, this is bad it news. Like 2d12. It is. Ooh. All right, that is 19 damage and extra attack again. Wait, does this thing shoot lightning? What does it look like? Ooh, 28 to hit. This is, bad. this is a big rifle. Yeah, this is a big rifle. It, it doesn't have lightning. It's, it's, not, it it's not my pistol. It's one I made myself. No, it travels uh, far and wide like bad news. Second shot is 28 to hit. Uh, 28, yeah, that hits. Bullets travel wow. far and wide like that. I like that Aaron's just like, nah, this is this is Ooh, fine. That you just dealt 28 damage in the first two rounds. Um, and that's, that's like another a 16th of its hit points. That's yeah. another 12 damage on that second nice, shot. Girl. It has like a thousand hit points. Excellent. That's 300 or so. Uh, and uh, uh, bonus action, be sad. Is that what the bonus action is, yes, or is it? It's one of them. It's a, it's I've lost track. No, it's, it's a free action to cry. Okay, I won't cry yet. I won't cry yet, but bonus action, sad. All right. Can we, can uh, we make a poster that's just all of us being big sad for like 20, 20 seconds? All the quotes that we have, of, you know, it's a free action to cry, bonus action to bonus action Sawyer. to be sad. Woof woof. Woof woof. No, it's ankle. Okay. Um, I, Sawyer knows she's not going to be able to do these big whammies that her friends can do. So Sawyer's main goal is just to go and distract. So she's running up. Is she able oh, to no. get there? Oh, yeah. Neat. Okay. Well, um, is anybody within five feet of her? Uh, yes. Uh, Grant is right next to it. You can get right next to Grant. Neat pack tactics means I get advantage on my attack roll, which is just a That's bite. Right. But woof woof. I'm a, it's woof, a woof. big chomp. Borko. One chomp big him chomp. right in that. Oh, that was so Oof. close to a nat twenty, but no, it is not. It will be a eighteen to hit. That'll hit. I can Whoa! <laughs> I think I have an aura. Nice. Here as well. Let me just double check that real quick. 
Okay, yeah, just... just seven piercing damage, and then okay. I think it'll be okay, but it needs to make um, a strength saving throw. And is this to avoid being knocked prone? Yes. Okay, well, it's immune to that, so it won't. Okay, well then, um, chomp. Yes. How much damage was that again? Seven. Seven. Excellent. Everything Excellent. I can do is concentration. Is that the end of your turn? Yes. Great. Um, it's turn. I die. It's gonna, it's gonna look at you in the eyes, Grant. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, okay. Wait, do, can, I, can I not mean it's stare? Can I, like... No, it isn't about the eyes. The kiss um, of death, baby. It Sorry. looks at you, uh, and with kind of a joyous chuckle oh, no. like, in the back, it says, uh, I think the Johnsons. So you will die last. And I need to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh-huh. Hey, quick question. Uh, you are a friendly creature with intent for you must make a saving throw. Sweet. So my aura protection will help me out. Yes, it will. Yes. So you get to add wisdom plus your charisma plus proficiency. Nice. Wow. Nice, 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 nice. And I'm proficient in both of those. Uh, so wisdom is going to be a plus five. Is he trying to be charmed, frightened, or possessed? Uh, Yes. Uh, is, oh, this a, is this a okay. yeah? I is can. this an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead? Theoretically, yes. So you do not. He does not take that effect. He cannot be frightened. That's an excellent <laughs> spell for you. That's my boyfriend coming into play. So he <laughs> says these words to you, and you can visibly see them. The effect that it gives that same kind of heat shimmer that the horse has around it and it literally shatters like glass as this silver wheel above your head catches it and then just breaks it across and it lands on the ground. And it looks at you kind of frustrated, like the way that you would look at, I don't know, like a fruit fly. Ah! That like, just, just like can't swat, keeps buzzing know? around you. Um, Wait. I yeah, love that for me. it's not pumped about it. Big brain place. Well, as long as it keeps hitting me, I'm uh, glad I took I'm a spell. The big one right here. It's just, <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna frown at you mentally, okay. and it's just going to leap. Oh no! Oh, uh, so you get an opportunity attack. Both That's you it. and Sawyer get opportunity attacks. It's gonna leap to me, and uh, that would be a twenty-two. Punch me! Chomp him! Chomp him! Nineteen. Guys, I want you to know, because I'm protecting Grant, I am extremely vulnerable. Um, eight You're already vulnerable, damage. buddy. Uh, that'll be max damage again, so that'll be another 13 points of slash damage. All right. Excellent. Uh, it will leap over to Bev. <gasps> no, no, no. Don't no. Just yeah, right next to you. And it lands... Um, and once again, uh, it uh, looks at you and it kind of holds out its hand. It's almost like a caress, less than like an angry movement. And it just says, um, your grandmother is not here now. 
you cannot be saved. It's gonna attack you. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, question. Does uh-huh. a 22 hit? Yeah. Yes. Guys, <laughs> I, love it. I love it how Aaron, Aaron made remedy for this fight. He's like, you know what? Bev didn't get hit once last fight. We're going to change that. <laughs> We're just going to kill her immediately. We're going to go kill you all in reverse order. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> well, that means I'll be one of the last people up. Congratulations. Actually, I will be Figure the out last the dice that I need to roll. It's down. just so many dice. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got to keep track of my my boys. He's still rolling. Okay, <laughs> that'll be. Oh goodness. Twenty-six damage. Yep, there it is. Oh. Necrotic damage specifically, and I need ah. you to make a Constitution saving throw. Is she within ten feet of me? No, no. she's probably Dang. within ten feet of Bailey. Yes, she is. So she will gain the Bailey bonus. Bailey bonus. So you All get right. to add your charisma modifier along on top of your saving throw modifier. Well, that is well, uh, very Whoa. nice to hear. Wait, why why does she babies. get a Bailey bonus? So you're a paladin, which means yeah. that you provide a passive buff to people who are within nice. 10 feet of you. Good yeah, to know that we... So right. what, is, what is Bailey's charisma modifier? Plus three. So you gain an additional <gasps> plus three to your roll. Then that is 16. That, that is a fail. Oh, okay. Uh, that wasn't enough. Your hit point maximum is reduced by the same amount. Oh, oh. Uh, that's not good. Oh, uh, no. We're doing great whoa, out here, everybody. Whoa, whoa. Hey, Aaron, quick question. What happens if that brings you down to zero? Oh, you die. Oh, that's death. You die. That's death. If your maximum hit points is zero, then you're dead. What you just straight up die. Flip. Okay. Aaron, you can't do this. <laughs> if, if Bev is dead, then Crowbar and Bev can't build a tank. What? 52 hit points? Hmm? Say that again? No, I had, I had 50 to begin with, so now I'm at... A little, I'm at half. Okay. Ah, Aaron, Aaron, can I put it in my request? Please don't kill Bev, because then I can't build a tank with her. Because <laughs> uh, I can't build a tank with her. Crowbar, Bro, don't kill Bev, because I can't build a family with her. Tanks are only for winners. <laughs> You're right, honestly. Uh, anyway, <laughs> next up in the order, hey, Jared. Um, yes, sir. I'm going to need you to roll a constitution saving throw. Yes, sir. Is he within 10 feet of me? No. Uh, he's within 10 feet of Bailey. Nice. Bailey bonus. Add that plus three, dude. Bonus. I love that. Bailey bonus. I love Bailey that. Bailey bonus. <laughs> that BD. There's wisdom. Only, only. Uh, constitution. Constitution. That's better. 30, 20. Nice. Okay, you fail. <laughs> this is broken. This is rigged. Wait, do I take damage? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry, DJ. I, I mean, I protected you once. <laughs> I, could, I got what we were supposed to get out of it. I, I hate this because I'm trying to be quiet because my parents are asleep right That'll now. That'll be um, 17 necrotic damage. That's fine. 
So I'm going to need you to roll a concentration check. Okay. Um, the total being 10, because it's not more than uh, 20. I rolled a 14 on die. Okay, that's good. Okay, we kept it. We kept it. You said 17? Uh, yeah, okay. 17 damage. Okay. That just looks so sad right now. Come okay. on, buddy. Come on. <laughs> It's okay, crowbars, crowbar, crowbar, and Bailey are both there. We'll just wail into this thing. Sure. Oh. So, Jared, it's still your turn. Uh, this thing is right. passively ripping you to shreds, and as it does, you can actually see your own threads are almost being sucked into it. Oh. Yep, sounds about right. Hey, guys, I'm probably gonna die here. <laughs> no, don't say um, that, Jared. I don't have any. Okay small problem with being a warlock most of my things especially all since all of my things are like pretty much like buff stuff require uh, concentration and i'm protecting grant so um sure. i'm going to do what i do best and i'm gonna point my blade at this boy and i have mm. bonus action hex blades curse <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> Oh, brother. And then I, uh, and then I stab it. Nice, I like it. With the stabby stabs. Yep, because I can't get in, I can't get, I'm not gonna leave its attack range, because I'm not stupid. Perfect. <laughs> Dude, am I flanking at all? Just, just, yeah. just, okay, thank god. That didn't help me at, I rolled the exact same thing twice, that was a four on die. <laughs> Stellar? Oh, what does it total to? Um, depression. <laughs> Give me some numbers here, Jared. Ten. No. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't that far off. It was close. Oh, Jared. Uh, I accept Jared, my fate. Why? This is no, how I die. Um, is that the end of your turn, Jared? I have nothing else to offer to this life. Crowbar. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Yeah. I played Warlock for are the you, aesthetic. Are you within 10 feet of us? You're 10 within 10 feet of Bailey, probably. Bailey bonus. Get that plus three, boy. So math-wise, I didn't have anyone roll constitution saves at the beginning because you guys were 35 feet away. That's the number I had in my head. Um, now. I fail because I got a 19. Okay, great. Oh. You aren't wrong. Wait, this is one of those bosses we're supposed to lose to. Nope. No, this is this is just when we all die. A uh, fourteen necrotic. TPK. Oh, uh, Jared, <laughs> the sixteen delta you was halved. You are uh, resistant to necrotic damage. Oh yeah, I have the jacket. Thank you. Hey. How much damage was the against you? Sixteen, you said. Uh. Oh geez. Eight. Was yes, I, 16. I, I, That's the number I'm sticking with. No. I was dealt 17. Uh, It was 14 for you, 14. Jones. I was dealt 17 points, so that what? That's eight. Plus. It would have to eight. Yeah. I believe in a thing called love. All right. Uh, um, will that save us? No. I didn't figure it. All right, Mr. DM. If I'm not uh -huh. ready, I would like to get into flanking, please. Oh yeah, you certainly can. Okay, and I'd like to hit it 
Do it. Live your dream. Hey. Do it. DJ, do, you, it. do you think that dropping protect, protection from good and evil would be a stupid idea? No, I would be trading it off for haste. Uh, 22 to hit. 22 to hit. And here's the thing. If they possess me and I start murdering you guys, then I get to hit you like six times. Okay, well, what if they're what if they're not trying? What if I don't know? I don't know what could happen. What if I don't haste you? Twelve. Points, uh, that's also fair. Twelve points of magical crowbar damage. Twelve points okay. of magical, magical crowbar, crowbar damage. damage. What if I what if I possess? What if I haste um, the magical crowbar? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna. Ooh, hey, I'd like that. I, that means I get hit things lots of times. That yeah. just means when you fall unconscious, he can hit Crowbar Jones more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, stunning strike. Stunning strike. Yeah. That sounds fun. Nice. nice. It has to make nice. a Constitution saving throw of what number? Of a really high number. Twenty-nine. You have to beat a twenty-nine. Yeah, sure. Let's go with that one. It's much better than the reality. He has to, he has to beat a fourteen. Okay, Ooh. it saves. Okay. Uh, <laughs> second attack really this is a mercy because we're playing this game at three in the morning Ooh, hey, hey. natural oh. 20 hey, hey. we count tired. we take those wins when we get them it's a shame i'm not a paladin but you know it's all right well it's fine it's okay. it happens Ooh, hey. can i give him a device mike can i just be like yo can i shield against saving throw? Uh, that, that is 20 points of magical crowbar damage Twenty whole points of magical crowbar damage. <laughs> nice. Twenty whole I, I keep. I just keep imagining like a crowbar making a rainbow and it just. <laughs> <laughs> ah! um, I'm gonna spend a key point. Magic. Fury. Fury of crows. <laughs> Fury of crows. I like it. Another T-shirt right there. Theory of crows. Oh my god, guys. What if it was crowbars that look like crows? <laughs> of crows. So like so like ba- wait, not like batterings. Eight points. But like really dank versions. Eight points Eight of magical points? Uh, of magical fist damage. Nice. Because my fists are now considered magical weapons. I like you, it. You fist you fist that nightwalker. Gosh, Ryan. Okay. Fist him good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, my character's dying, guys. Give me this. That's a, that's, that's a dirty 20. Uh, that'll hit. Okay. I, I have no, really effectively two hits left uh, in me before I fall unconscious. Seven points of, of magical knee damage. Awesome. If if even. Oh, baby. And I, I scurry... I scurry real far away. <laughs> Excellent. Um, well, just yeah. Well, I would say I would say I would say fifty-five feet because that's the max distance I could go. But then I couldn't get back, so I'm only gonna go forty-five. Doable. <laughs> that's that's uh, a big brain right there. Big. If big that's brain. the end of your turn. Yeah. Bailey Patterson, I'm gonna need you to roll a Constitution saving throw. You could also add your charisma to that save, Bailey Patterson. Yes. Really? Yeah. Your own aura. So roll your d20, then add your constitution yeah, yeah, modifier, yeah. and then you're going to add your charisma modifier. It's okay, Fred. We know your baby. 
Uh, 14. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to start rolling dice now. <laughs> Gosh. Bailey had such a cool line and everything. Dude, I rolled like a dirty 20, bro. It's like a 22. <laughs> That'll be 18 necrotic damage, bro. Bailey. Is Thanks. Bailey really about to not like die without being able to talk to this thing? It, you're in you're in combat, bro. Real tough, guys. That's real tough. We're all about to die, Broski. No answers for the weary. We're all. Do I get to do stuff now, Mr. Yes, it DM? is your turn. By the way, Drew. Thank God. Oh, he's not he's here. gone. Every oh, time. He... Yep, he ran away. Um. Well. Bailey, at the sight of this freaking cow minotaur thing, um, <laughs> is going at Bailey. No, Bev. Oh no, it's happening again. Um, he he yells out, "You can't have Bev too!" And he runs um, and just swings his scythe, reaching up, trying to get it in the side. It's scythe time. That's what he does. And guess what? Divine smite. If I hit. Yes. Do I have flanking with Bev? Yes, you'll have flanking with one of the, like, three people there. Thank God. It has already been dealt damage, (laughs) so your your weapon damage died is a d10 for this. So the first roll was a two. The second roll was a one. At one counter. But I have an extra attack. Does that work if I don't hit? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can just make another attack. So, okay, no, not one counter. It's technically a two. Okay, technically two. Technically two. Come on, baby. Oh! (laughs) Oh, man. I have to correct that. That's a 22 to hit. That'll hit. Much, much better. Okay, 1d8. Bam. It's a d10. Wait, that's been injured. Yes! (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Why are you laughing at me? Wait, that was a D10. The low frame rate no, is I, killing no, me. Right no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, the low frame rate? This always happens. I just I okay, decided uh, to not look at it. Okay. Count up those numbers. Okay, that would be a... Let me check. Let me check. Let me check. Break out the calculator. That'd be, that'd be a, a nine damage. And wait, Excellent. do I get to Divine Smite with that? You can Divine Smite with that. I am... Of course I'm doing Divine Smite. I know how to do the things. Uh, okay, so you sacrifice a spell slot? Yes. Indeed. <laughs> this is like... It's like teaching someone to swim. <laughs> except it's been like... So that's five they're years. on. Uh, except they've been on the swim team. <laughs> also... That's also uh, 11 points of radiant damage. Okay, so 11, and then your original was 9, so that's 20 total damage. Yeah, oh, dude, I did it, right? That's how math works. Paladining. Numbers. Smite Knight, let's go. Wait, and then can I also do, as a bonus action, or a reaction, I don't know if this is how it works. To channel divinity, can I do a thing if I hit? Yes, uh, you can channel divinity can. as a bonus action. When uh, damage with buildings. divine smite, bonus health, or bonus heal 30 feet, 2d8 plus level. Okay, so you can choose one person within 30 feet of you. 
to heal for 2d8 plus your level level in, in actual health. Who's within 30 feet? Uh, there's a lot of people. Not Crowbar Jones anymore. Jared is within uh, 30 feet. Bev is within 30 feet. Um, I'm pretty sure yeah, it's those two. So currently the most healable one is Jared. And I didn't get temp HP at the beginning. So I was right. for a second, I was like, wait a minute. And then I was like, oh, never mind. Yeah, it's a big, I didn't big, think big bummer. It was going to jump over me across the battlefield to attack the rage fighter. I'm sorry, I Bev. I know. It's okay. All right. he will, uh, he'll heal Jared. Uh, well, hmm. Is there anybody else who's taking damage? Uh, that is within range of the stuff? Yeah. No. Huh. That's like, mm, Do I want to save? That's Jared's going to die man. anyway. Yeah, like, right? I feel, that, I feel that, though, dude. I, I'm not really uh, You know, he's, he's making the decision. It's happening. So you get 20 more points. That, that was... I mean, I'm at full. Nice. Yay! Nice. <laughs> You're nice. welcome. Man great at this game what let's do heal. this let's kill this thing that is actually a beefy heal though i wish you could heal it is Bev. a beefy heal. how many times can you do that i wish once. i could heal bev too once. i'm angry you can only do that once yeah what the heck aaron no you should have waited bro <laughs> look he's learning give him a break <laughs> Yo, um speaking the of give him, give him wait hold on hold on hold on wait 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 i only get one divine smite right no, well, you no. get as you many can... divine smites as you have spell slots. I should have waited. You just get one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, divinity. I'm bad at this game. Can I? Can I give him? Can I take the damage? Because I fully understand that Grant is bad at Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, you can take that back. I, I'm taking the damage, bro. I'm taking. No, Grant. I I'm making this decision. You keep that. I'm taking the damage. Okay, man. Okay, you know, man. Don't heal me, broski. <laughs> Not yet, at you least. Get... Grant, you can use your Divine Smite anytime that you hit and you sacrifice a spell slot. Uh, you'll do 2d8 radiant. Uh, radiant damage, and then you'll do 2d8 plus another d8 if you use a second level spell slot. The Channel Divinity, you can only use once per long rest, so whichever one you want to use. Yeah. Right, that's what I thought. For anyone who is new to the game of Dungeons & Dragons, I swear we're not being condescending. If you don't know how to play a paladin, that's fine. We're only being condescending towards Grant because he's been playing this game for like seven, seven years. years. We've yeah. had to and I'm absolutely not offended by it. See, <laughs> every time that we start to think that Grant is learning the game, Hold on. he pulls out something new. I, <laughs> I really need to interject here because I just want to point out we're at the final boss of a whole campaign on our stream, <laughs> and we took a break to talk about how Grant doesn't know how to play D&D. Like, yes. took the time to do that. It's that Look, important. I'm giving you time to breathe. Okay. Speaking Yo, of uh, breaks, uh, Grant. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, how far away is the thing from me? 40 feet. 40 feet. You're a sick son of a gun. Thank uh, you. Okay, well, I, uh, uh, that makes things a little bit more difficult. Difficult. Yeah, that's a spell. Hey, Grant, we love you. I just want you to know that. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. I'm just <laughs> angry because Bev is hurt, DJ, DJ, you're and the I can't DM. do anything. DJ, you're the DM in the main campaign. We can't love you. <laughs> it's fair. Um, <laughs> they can they can barely try to love me, and if this only goes for six episodes. <laughs> Let's see, what can I do? What can I do? Um, I will get within five feet of Bev. Yes, you can do that. Okay. 
Oh, no. Bev, out of your 24 HP, how much do you have? 24. Oh, okay, that's sucks. She got reduced, remember? Well, no, I, I remember, but I wasn't sure if you're taking damage after that. Okay. No, it doesn't suck. I'm really glad that that's the case. That just means I can't do anything. Let's see. Um... Sucks, doesn't it? I guess, sure. I'll sacrifice a a smite to cast Guiding Bolt. Ooh, spells that deal damage. Yeah. And also supports Tagako. Yeah. It's a good spell. Just got him that you can do that. A cool one. Is is, is that something you could do as Oath of the Ancients or something? He's glorious. Did I just not know about He's what glory. Is, what's the thing? What's the question? Yeah, Drew, he's both he's, of, he's, he's of glory. Oh, oh, is that is that from Tasha? Yeah, that's from oh, Tasha that's and Theros. That's why, okay. that's why I don't know because I don't know Tasha's yet. Yeah, it's Tasha and Theros. Uh, okay, all right. More specifically, all right, all right. Theros. Okay, I have, I have eighteen on Theros, die. That's gonna hit. Okay, cool. That means they don't have to do math. Four d six, a. Yes. Spicy. Nine, uh, 13, uh, 19 points of radiant damage. And whoever hits it next gets uh, advantage on the hit. Nice. Love that. Excellent. Let me do some quick math. The lightning pistol. I want more. I want more. Is that the end of your turn, Grant? Dragon breath. Dragon breath. <laughs> oh, I can use my channel to be in Okay, so never mind. You've heard of No Mercy Percy. How about uh, Bev? Hey, Bev. I need you to roll a Constitution saving throw for me. Hey, you get to add another plus okay. uh, Currently, you are within range of both Bailey and Grant, so you will have you both Bailey of the bonuses. Oh, both of them? It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't stack, stack, actually. Oh, it doesn't? Oh, it doesn't. Then it's take just, the higher yeah, one. Which is higher. what? They're, they're both plus three. Plus three? Take mine. Take mine. She takes sit. mine. <laughs> Excellent. I'm not trying to like step in with your girl. I'm trying to, you know, stick my shield in front of her so she see, doesn't die. Thing you is, can't do that. Aaron, back off, Greg. The only reason I know it doesn't stack is because I looked it up purely because we're the paladins in the other game. Because I thought, man, this is great. And then I'm like, oh wait, no. Yeah. Okay. It's rough. Beth. Um, are is anybody? too close to where if I did my breath weapon it would hurt them You, it, this thing is tall enough that if you angle it upwards you can avoid all of them I would like to do that I'll, ah. basically I'll scream <laughs> and it'll be effectively <laughs> that you're, you're going, do that again. you're going to black canary ah. <laughs> you're going to black canary it that's yeah, so, so it has to roll some form of save. A dex. I, I don't nice. foresee this going well. So I, really I, love it. I love how we all already feel defeated. It's no, okay. We're not defeated. It we is, are doing great, guys. It is a, a two a.m. Fifteen save. Yes. Dang it. Okay. That's so I impose disadvantage because I want to. Because <laughs> I want I am to. upset with the current state of things. <laughs> I would like to have it have disadvantage. Handicap. Right, that's please. pretty good. Um, so half a seventeen, round down eight. Okay. Okay. Um, you Sorry even that. see some of it is absorbed into its frame. Uh, wow, look at that. That's it. That's it. 
Hey, if at least it didn't heal it. We got it, guys. Don't worry, we got this. Accurate. Yes. This is our news. Alrighty, Bev. That's all I can do, really. Excellent. Do you need a reload or anything like that? I mean, I could, um, but when it, how did it attack me? Like, how, where am I stand, like, I stand in, like... This thing is emanating waves of this rot and putrid-smelling death. So you think that if you, if you are within 30 feet of it at the start of your turn, it's going to happen. Right. But if uh, I move, then opportunity attack. Opportunity attacks will definitely occur. I can, I got you, girl. Go for it. I got um, you. Who let Aaron DM? <laughs> <laughs> All of you, and it was the most foolish mistake you've ever made. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I will. I will. I'll try to run away. Yeah. I will. Okay. No, Bev. Wait, yeah, you have to impose disadvantage. Run. I will allow this. Objection. So I'll try. I'll try to run thirty feet because that's my that's my speed. Okay, that'll get you just outside of the range of the thing as long as yeah. it doesn't move. It disadvantage. It's that vantage. It's gonna suck at this thing. Dis that vantage, baby. Aaron, do what you do best and roll bad. Okay, you gotta so protect. What is your AC, Bev? What? No, it's a 15. I can, 15. I, I can read her lips. 16. Dang. <gasps> you no. monster. This is I, Bev we're talking about, oh Aaron. Uh, I'm going to flip my computer right now. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow she ran towards me, and I could, like, run forward quick and, like, deflect me. Y'all, I wish shield wasn't a range of, of self. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, re I wish self. Can I transfer my shield of faith? I wish. Uh, yeah, yes. No, but I wish I can't could. transfer it. You could. So you take someone else. Twenty-nine necrotic damage. Oh. Oh. Are you yeah, that's no, 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 right no, no, there. No. Oh no. Dead. She's not dead. She's not dead. It's okay. She's it's so she's about dead. that. No. About the whole death thing. No. So you, are you saying that you were reduced to zero HP? Okay. So you see Bev turn tail and run. <sighs> Correction, make a tactical retreat. As she goes, um, Grant, you shove your shield in front of her, try to just get whatever force this thing is emanating from it away from Bev, but it flows over your shield and surrounds her and Bev collapses on the ground, and you do not see her breathing. Bev, you are currently dead. Bailey, you notice this as well, as does everyone else. Nice. <laughs> anyway, um, Sawyer, it's your turn. Wow. I need I mean... you to, oh wait, no, you're, you're not in the range. You're good. I'm coming in range, and I'm- That's right. Okay, what I, because I'm stupid and I don't have good things to hit, so all I'm going to do is, I'm going to do the, like, really annoying dog thing where they, like, weave in between your legs as you're trying to walk. Hey. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do that, then I'm going to bite. 
You will have advantage from flank. Good. I enjoy this depressed silence. Not good, <laughs> because I got a 10 plus 4, so I got a 14 to hit. That hits. It does? Yeah, that hits its oh, AC yeah. exactly. Okay. Nice. Okay. Max damage, which is 10 piercing like damage. It. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to turn back into myself. Excellent. Is that the end of your turn? That is the end of my turn. Nice. In that case, next up. Oh, goody, it's its turn. Oh, yes. Hey. <laughs> That's so great for me. Mm. I'm having a great time. Oh, um, no. I... Jeez. <laughs> There's so many people here. How do I... Uh, okay. Uh, um... Who you gonna kill, dude? Choose Jared one. and Sawyer. What's up? Uh, it's first gonna make an attack against Jared. Stop sure, attacking the squishy people! Go for it. Doesn't dude. like the whole shield thing that you've been doing for Grant. It's not a fan of it. What the the like thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's, is he it gonna like, like is it gonna physically make an attack towards me? It is going to physically make an attack towards me. Okay. Um. Can, so as far okay, hold on. <laughs> um. Did did he, what did he roll? Twenty. Twenty. Um, I reaction cast shield. And your AC goes up to? Through a total of 22. Excellent. You um, raise your hand and a flash of this, the threads coming off of it form into another one of those silver wheels. And the force that emanates is caught into the wheel and then it fades away. Um, it, it, actually laughs um, this deep rolling chuckle um, and leans down to you and says I like you I spit on him uh, it just gets absorbed into it it's um, fine it goes mm, delicious oh God. Uh, and then oh it God. will <laughs> while looking at you it will reach its hand out towards Sawyer oh no please no <laughs> and uh, you, it, still looking at you, Jared, it says, Dreamwalker, go to sleep. Oh, no. Um, and it's going to make a tackle against you. Wait, me or Jared? It's you. <sighs> Does a it's you, it's you. 22 okay. hit? Oh, okay. A little bit. Well, guys, if you enjoy this quality content, please <laughs> tune in on Mondays at 7, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I swear, we're not always this sad. Yeah, I was going to say, and we, this was like, this was we, so we just fun. We not sad for the other campaigns. So yeah, this, not sad with we us. got not sad and then back sad. It was like, this is so fun. epic, okay. but so frustrating. Uh, <laughs> that'll be 30 necrotic damage. Okay, cool. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why? Why? The dice are picking up steam. <laughs> Wait, Why now? Roll? I need you to roll a constitution saving throw, Lydia. Oh, please no. Oh, it's the freaking radiation that she has. 
there that he has. Oh. Could be a sheet. Three. Uh, so your max hit points are reduced by that amount. Uh, okay. Guys, I better not be the last one alive. Oh no, he promised that to Grant. <laughs> um, okay, so that's its turn. Oh God. Let's see, people who are around it. Sawyer, Jared, Grant, and Barry. Okay, yeah, that's not worth it. Uh, Jared, I need you to make a con save. Why does it do everything? Not good? Nine. <laughs> Not good enough. Bro. Do you get the plus the plus three from us? Does it oh yeah, that makes that it a help. 12. <laughs> okay, you take 18 half to nine necrotic Great. damage. Okay. 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 Dang, I forgot that it had advantage against Jared. Ugh. Oh well. Roll again. Do it. No, Do no, it, no. I dare it's you. too late. It's too late. I've already skipped the turn. I forgot about it because it's a passive ability. Um. Yeah. So you're there. Wait, how yeah. much damage? Eighteen, uh, nine. Heck, nine. you, dude. <laughs> I accept this with gratitude. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Who's next? Bro, what's going on? It's still I'm your dying turn. to get to my turn, Doc. <laughs> what? Jared, it is your turn. Oh, it's my turn? What? Yes. Ah. 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 <laughs> that con save is at the start of each of your turns if you are uh, within 30 feet. Uh, Alright, we're doing great, guys. We got I don't. This. Okay, I don't. I think you guys are doing really well. Um, I don't know if that's honest or, or condescending, but I. I think Babylon disagrees. Because I, I have remembered times in the past where we have left thinking that we needed to retreat when the creature had like 10 hit points left. That's because you're just weak of weak of heart. Uh, you know, I'm just trying to decide if this is one of those situations I have where a we're heart actually condition. just getting clapped. <laughs> the answer is yes. Thank you. So, Jared, thoughts, um, actions, yeah. um, sadness? <laughs> I so, can't do that. Okay. Before um, this stream, I joked about making Hannah leave. <laughs> Hannah, Hannah, please don't actually leave. Don't actually we, leave. We, Hannah, we need you for emotional support here. I'll just so don't worry. I'll never damage again. He'll be fine. How far away is he? He's right next to me, isn't he? Okay, okay, oh, yeah. He's practically inside of you. Yeah, Do whatever. something to it. Whatever. Dude, shut up, bro. <laughs> I just rolled a two on die. I blame you fully for it. You're it's flanking. Okay. Yeah, you have advantage. Do something to it. I'm dying. Oh, man. my gosh. That's so funny. There's a... There's a... There's a... It's like a 20, 24 hit? Yes. Yay. Okay, at that point in time, you might as well just say any number in the 20s. <laughs> 30. Sawyer uh, hit it with a 14. I think you're fine. No, just shut up. <laughs> Stressing out, man. I don't know what you mean. This is a calm situation. This is peaceful. Um, um, you monster. <laughs> you monster. <laughs> Bro, 
how much I'm damage. Not I'm not dealing any damage, dude. You know what? You know what, dude? <laughs> oh. Don't say he wins the race, Jared. Eight points of damage. Screw nice. you guys. Wait, that was that good was job, good. Jared. Roll plus your charisma plus. Oh, I rolled a one. <laughs> That's impressive. Wow. So what you do? Um, anything else on your turn? N- no. Hey, Grubbar, I need you to make a con save. No, I don't. I'm 45 feet oh, away. Oh, yeah, you're miles away. Sorry, I was thinking of Bailey. My bad. You're good. Grant, Grant I will fight you. Uh, but but I, I will be I will be real short here as I see in Bevelin, Ms. Mm-hmm. Bev, fall unconscious. That's oh. not okay. That yeah, unconscious. Okay, that's right. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be aggressive. I I'm just... charge forward two-handed. Crowbar come Crowbar's come down. 100%. Scrowbar time. I Flash back I, to junior I, year. I, yeah, I assume I could get flanking. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Okay, that's a 17 on die. Yep. Standing strike. Do it. I'm going to roll a save. I have to beat a 14. Yeah. Okay, they do it. Okay. Anakin, 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 Anakin right th- now because I can't do anything. Thirteen points of magical crowbar damage. Awesome. Seven. That's kind okay. of damage. Okay, so that's nine plus eight, so that's seventeen to hit. Sounds good. Okay, that's seventeen. Hmm. Another, another thirteen points of magical crowbar damage. Excellent. Um. Burning through all my key points, but it's fine. Hey man, Who cares. I mean, you're not bro, gonna use them later. That was the time, bro. So I'm gonna burn another fury of crows. Gonclay. I would whip out uh, the crow natural, sound effect that I have. Natural twenty. It's a shame, That's it's good. A shame that it wasn't with the D10 though. Ah. Oh, really? Okay. So that is. Uh, that's Grant's heard it before on like a one in like one out of 15 times 11, I get a real good crow sound 11 points of, of sure. magical fist damage awesome okay that's pretty good okay that's 18 on die okay that's pretty good Five, four, 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 four. 9 points of magical elbow damage awesome Eight. And I, I, it won't be, it won't be, it won't be any good, but I will back up as far as I can. Okay. You skedaddle out of there. Um, next up, Bailey. Yeah. I'm going to need you to make a concert. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's an eight on die. So that's, uh, like, a. Y'all, we are literally biffing this so hard. <laughs> it's know. also a monster Don't worry, that I rolled just like real bad on the d6s, so that's only five necrotic. Hey. Hey. And that also that. drains my max HP. No, right? no. Oh, only if I ask for the save uh, after I hit you with an actual. Attack. That's just this is just passive you. I think the last one didn't take my max away. Then no, no. it shouldn't. It's real, real good. Unless oh. I tell you that your max is reduced, your max remains the same. And you said that was how much damage? Five. Okay, solid. Okay, that's not bad. I rolled that's three ones better. and a two. Nice. Okay, well, 
Oh boy, there are choices to be made here. Several. Um, what was that? Murder. Several choices. The only choice murder? Is murder. You murder. think murder? Murder the thing. Okay. Okay. Um, well, obviously Bailey sees Bev fall, and yeah. like, How's almost that? becomes kind of stoic, and just like, goes at him, just swings with all of his might, um, right. trying to just get it in the chest if he can, if he can reach that high, um, with his scythe. Uh, so, Edgy Patterson, best Patterson. <laughs> Arguable. It's true. Um, He's gonna need to borrow your eyeliner, Jared. Am I flanking I with anybody? It. Yeah. That's a 21 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. Uh, Divine Smite also? Yep. Yes. Sweet, 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 sweet. Smite Knight, baby. That's right. You can right, use a second level good. spell and do 4d8 of Yes, that's what I'm going to do, actually. Nice. So at first, yes, initial damage yes. Initial damage is 11. That's and good. Plus. <sighs> it is late, guys. I'm doing my best. Oh, it's fine, dude. We're uh, and then plus in the morning for Lydia. Plus nineteen radiant damage. Plus nineteen, so that'll be thirty. Nice. Thirty damage nice. in total. Come on, let's get and then extra attack, baby. And I'm awesome. also flanking for this. Yep, 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 yep. All right, that's a that's a twenty-four to hit. Yeah. Hey. And then guess how many spell slots I still have. I still have another level you two. You can't spell divine slot. smite twice in a turn. That makes yes. sense. Yes. Never mind. Yes, not as exciting. Uh, it's not don't an action. Think you can. It's it's no, but it's I'm pretty sure it specifically says that only once in a turn. You spend can. one spell slot to deal radiant damage. Um, it's just every in time. In addition you hit. to the weapons damage, the extra damage is two d eight for first level spell slot plus one d eight for each spell slot uh, higher than the first to a maximum of five d eight. The damage increases by one d eight if the target is undead or a fiend to a maximum of six d eight, and that's all it says. Hmm. Well, okay, yeah. go for it. You, you, is it just like every time you hit something? That's why okay. paladins yeah. are broken. So, oh, okay, eleven there. initial damage again, and then yeah. This thing doesn't happen to be undead, does it? No. Hmm? no it's a good question. God. Uh, and then forty-eight equaling uh, twenty-seven, because I rolled very well. 3d8. Um, yeah, 3d8? Yeah, 3D8. I, I lied to you earlier. Oof. Okay, so that's minus 7. I think minus 6 20. also from the last turn. So... So, just add another 14 damage then. So, yeah. how much damage did you deal in this most recent attack? 25. 25, 25. Okay. 11 plus 14, indeed. indeed. Thank you, DJ, for the help on the math. Awesome. Um, um, could I, can I do the channel divinity now, um, to give reap and sow, which is one damage with divine smite bonus heal 2d8 plus level. You can heal someone as a bonus action right now. Alrighty. And that would probably be Jared who's close to me or, or like such a waste. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or, um, maybe, <laughs> right? maybe Renaya. <laughs> no, nah, dude, not Renaya. Uh, sorry. I saw Lydia's Sawyer. face. Sawyer. Um, unless her max is low. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess I'll help Jared then. No, um, no, well, be fair, I'm pretty sure everyone else has just been hit by their max HP. Do you, yeah. So. Do you not, do you not have any more spell slots after this? 
Okay, so fine. Instead of doing can... that, I'm going to do Channel Divinity, Tough as Nails. Um, so, uh, so three people. It just feels like such a waste to like give me that, you know? Right, I agree. So three people <laughs> um, get advantage on strength, dex, and con saves for a minute. That's way better. And I'll choose Grant and Sawyer, and I don't think Crowbar is in range, so the other guy is will be like, like, No, Crowbar's in range. Yeah, so wait, what is it? I'm I thought Crowbar ran. You get advantage yeah. on yeah. Dex, so Con, and he whatever saves. He couldn't run far enough away to be more than yeah. 30 feet away from you. Yeah, so. gotcha. Well, what saves are they? Um, so, actually, sorry, ones. Jared. It's not you, it's Crowbar. No, I don't. It's, I I wasn't asking strength, that, you dip. <laughs> it's strength, Dex, and trash. Con. You absolute jerk. <laughs> Listen, Grant isn't Bailey, okay? Uh, strength, Dex, and Con, baby. Nice. Listen, man, or, I get no. you hate me. You don't have Excellent. to come at me like that, bro. Uh, back to the top <laughs> with a certain Grant Johnson. This is so make a constitution you know, saving throw. Defeating. There. I get bonuses. You're telling me, man, I'm dealing like five damage with the natural one. You okay. A, you have advantage. I have advantage. Why do I have? Oh, it's because Bailey. because Bailey just gave you natural eight. Plus. Dang, man. Plus some stuff, maybe? Question Plus four. Twelve. Do you get, do you get the Bailey 17 bonus? 17 Necrotic. Ooh, okay. That's it? Yep, just 17. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. So that would be my... Uh, be 86. Um, yeah. Does that make it my turn? Uh, yeah, that's your turn. Cool. We're going to whack the boy real hard. Hannah, I'm Very sorry. nice. On, the beha yeah. on behalf of the DM, I apologize. The big okay. mean guy. I, I don't guy. apologize uh, does, until the game's over. Is a 16 hit? A uh, 16 will hit. Nice, 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 nice. Okay, and I have a few spell slots left, so I will do a second level spell slot and divine smite. So that'll be nine points of regular damage. And yeah, baby. Come on, man. Come on, Grant. Another 12 points of radiant damage. Awesome. And extra attack. Natural 20. That's divine really good. Yeah, I use my go. second second level spell slot and divine smite. There's nice. there's our DJ. So that's a lot of damage. Okay, so there's our boy. That's going to be eight plus Please. five, uh, which is 13 plus five, so 20 points of slashing damage. And then 8, 16, 24 plus, oh my gosh. Okay, 24, uh, 31. All right, uh, 38. And I like this. 44 points of radiant damage. So 44 radiant and 20 slash? Cool. Yeah, so 65 okay. points of damage. Excellent. Nice. Love that. Um, and then. I feel like I should be able to do something. Want more bonus actions? Channel divinity, no. baby. I already used my channel divinity. Bummer. Want to be better, right? Yeah. We're yeah. only level six against 16. a god. 
64, 64 damage or whatever, guys. Wow, step up your game. Come on, I'm dealing like straight five. How <laughs> <laughs> will totally we ever yeah. catch up to the um, skill of our warlock? So, with my four who, attacks, I may be dealing 65. Uh, what, what did you say, uh, Grant? Who's around me? Um, currently, Bailey Patterson is nearby. Uh, Crowbar is 15 feet away. Uh, Bev is about 10 feet away on the ground. Uh, Jared is there, uh, and so is Sawyer, <laughs> out of dog form. Okay, who can I get within five feet of Jared without producing an oh, opportunity yeah. attack? Okay, I'll get it right 100%. Jared. 100%, you get within five feet of Jared. What do you want this? Yeah. You should, why uh, you Sawyer, I need you to make a con save. Yeah, and I have advantage on that, right? Yes, yes you, you do. do, thanks to Bad Baby Patterson. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, three. Hey, hey, really quick, actually, yes. now that I think about it, last time I took damage, did I roll for concentration? No. But it was no more than 10, so please roll a concept. Okay, so that one's a 21. That saves. Nice. Well done, Sawyer. Well done. That's how we're going to win 21 is the DC this. you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, it drops. You don't have protection anymore. Grant doesn't have protection anymore. I rolled a two on die. That and since tough. I don't have advantage from Bailey's thing, I, yeah. That's, that's a darn shame. Sorry, Jared. I don't care. I'll just cast it again. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Those ones. What you doing, Sawyer? I'm using revised. <laughs> oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I have more. It's my turn. Oh, yeah. That's when oh, I snap, ask you crackle, to make that save. Rice, that's Krispies. Oh, my okay. gosh. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do produce flame. And uh, sure. yeet. <laughs> yeet it. Yep. Um, and as I yeet it with a 22 to hit. That'll hit. I'm going to say, screw you, bonehead. And deal. Aw, heck. Uh, that's 14 fire damage. Nice. It's pretty yeah, good. Pretty good, actually. That's pretty, pretty decent. Awesome. Hey, uh, you. Aaron, the how, fire crashes this upon thing it. Is just still going. How, Much of how, it gets absorbed. Yeah. Uh, uh, well. Okay. How does it look, Aaron? Um, I was going to mention. Uh, so your divine smite, beefy, right? Uh, you walk up to this. Um, what are you currently using to attack with? I'm using a wood axe. So you've just got a whole wood axe. You chop into this thing's thigh and send divine light arcing yeah. through its body. Um, and it actually cracks um, the stone skull covering what would be its face. Mm. Um, and as it does, uh, the neck region that it's been speaking from joins with the bottom of it and it actually cracks into four and opens like pincers to revealing uh, four purple writhing tongues. So we've reached oh, stage two God. of the podcast. This, so, hey. so baby, what? Grant, uh, I have is, one more spell slot. Grant, this How? is this is when the first this is this is when the first music change happens. Yeah, around this time. <laughs> um, so that's the end of your turn, Sawyer. Or do you have anything else you would like to do? Um cry uh okay how's every how's everybody looking i know we've gone over the whole healy thingy but billy's doing okay i'm doing about five out of six i'm pretty gucci okay 
then yeah, that's that, that's it. Um, he. Uh, it is now its turn. Um, and after hearing what you have said to it, Sawyer, it looks down at you, and it says, "I find you quite funny." Very good. Uh, and then it it's just going to attack you. <laughs> um, so uh, you you succeeded on your con save. Yeah. Is Grant is Grant within five feet? Or, or uh, feet? I was I was uh, next Grant? to Jared. Yeah. Yes. I was right uh, to, does, does a that, does that put me right next to Sawyer as well? Were they next to each other? Uh, no. Uh, this thing is huge, so. Yeah. Flanking makes it difficult. Uh, 18 to hit. That hits. Okay. I'm gonna need you to make a con save. We needed like, we needed like lesser restoration or something. Oh no! With advantage because of because of Grant and his spell that you're he right, cast. You're right. You're right. Thank you, friends. Ah, yes. That would be an 11. Dude, I feel that. Okay. Um. With advantage. You take. 24 damage. Oh, no. Does that reduce you to zero? Yeah. Sawyer falls. You see no breath. Crowbar. You are 15 feet away. So Which means you are still in range. So evil. (laughs) Um, It just does it so naturally. It's hard. It's... You hear it speak at you as it once again holds out its hand uh-huh. and it says, You still smell of brimstone. I will relish your screams as much as your mother's. <sighs> and you failed your last con save, right? I didn't have to make a last my last con save. Oh yeah. You, the one before that? I haven't made, had to make any con saves. Oh, nice. Does a 29 hit you? You know, I think it does. Is Crowbar within five feet of me? No. No. Damn it. I wish protection was like 10 feet. Because I don't know if I can handle this. <laughs> that will be... 27 necrotic damage. Nice, 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 nice. nice. I'm not doing all right. I need you to make a con save. Yep, already did. And I fail again with my 13 on die, which would bring So your max health is reduced as well. Yep. Then you said 39? Or 29? Uh, 29. 29. Okay, that's not as bad. Still sucks. Okay. That is its turn. Jared. Yes, sir. Um, it is your turn. I need you yep. to make a con save. Yep. Okay. Uh, you know, you we're, just, we're just gonna not use that die anymore. We're gonna change dies. Hey, thirteen. Okay, you take uh, twelve necrotic damage, half to six. Yeah. yeah. I love that when it comes to Jared, it's like everyone else is like, hey, you take nearly 30 points of necrotic damage. And it's Jared, and we're like, hey, you take like 
I just points and look. All right, happen at six. He's had a bad time all up until now. The dice want him to do somewhat yeah, okay. Right? Exactly. What the, mm-hmm. <laughs> your, your dice, maybe my dice, not so much. Um, it is your turn. Yeah, I mean, do as you will. Um, is <sighs> crowbar grant crowbar grant crowbar grant crowbar. You do be cl- close to dying. Okay, fantastic. And then there's Grant, who... The love of your life, and is also feeling fantastic. Oh, he's doing great. I actually am doing really, really good. Yeah, he's I'm, doing, like, I'm, t- I'm like three times as good I'm as everyone else here. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing fine. Can I approach Crowbar? Uh, yes. The second level spell slot, protection from good and evil. Yay. That's good. Thank you, Kimosabi. Yep. yep. Um, so that means that I no longer have protection, right? No, I dropped it like three rounds ago, dude. Oh, okay. Nice. Cool. Yes. I got smacked real hard and then rolled a two. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> so now you have protection from good and evil for like a round, Crowbar. Excellent. Thank you. Is there anything so else you would like to do in your turn? Um, I think I can technically bonus action uh, Maddening Curse, deal five points of psychic damage. That would be good. And that's, Bro, uh, everyone's that's dying, it. Drew. <laughs> Use everything you got, so man. Uh, speaking of crowbar, I need you to make a con save. Speaking of, I'm just saying that I should I use it in my next turn? A con save. Tell, tell me to tell me to. I no. Me? Okay. Oh, okay, crowbar. Good. That's what I thought. Uh, am I by chance? Within ten feet of Bailey. No. Or me. So you are. Continue. You ran fifteen feet away, so you are a ways away. Math-wise, fifteen minus ten is not. They're not. It's not zero. Well, that's a twenty, so I fail. Okay. Oh, he's dead, isn't he? Paladin <laughs> Smite Knight. All right, Grant. Here we go. Nine necrotic. Damage. Got it, buddy. We're gonna make it through this, Grant. <laughs> he he's alive. Yeah, see, we're fine. Everything's fine. Barely, but he's alive. So <laughs> oh, he's fine. Okay-ish. Ah. Uh, okay. Speaking of things, ow. ow. I I've run up to him and I hit. Yes, him. you're there. Make some attacks. Back for Bill. Can I get? Is it, Dude, if I, am I if I get sneezed on. Mr. DM, am I flanking? Yeah, sure. Okay. Two-handed. Okay, that's pretty good. Okay, fourteen on guy. Battle it. Uh, oh god, guys. Eight points of eight points of uh, magical crowbar damage. Yeah. Awesome. Stunning strike. Yeah. Do it. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll a thing. It succeeds. Uh. <laughs> Natural 20 again. That's really good. Hey. Um, On the bright side, nat 20 counter going up. Hey. 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 It's got to be some upside to all this. (laughs) Nat 20 counter's going up while we're going down. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because we heard it. That's heard it so bad. Uh, That's 21 points of damage. Awesome. Magical crowbar damage. And... 
my last key point, Fury of Crows. Flurry of Crows. Oh! Ooh, that was actually good. Oh, okay. Well, that first attack misses with my double fours. It's a flurry of eights. All the crows. Because that's four plus four is eight, plus three is eleven, mm. plus one is twelve. So, that misses mm. attack. Mm. Uh, last attack. Okay, that's gonna hit. Okay, that's an 18, that's 17, so... Okay, that's a 5... Uh, 10 points of magical... Uh, uh, the, the knee damage. That's awesome. As I... Hey, Crowbar. Yeah? Did you also roll with advantage for your con save? I did. Good, just checking. Gotta, gotta get everything... Really? I'm not proficient in those saves. I need... Two things. First of all, I need you to roll con save. Real, real quick, Mr. DM, I'm going to walk away 35 feet. That is acceptable. Okay, fail the con save. That's like a seven. Okay. Oh, the rolling. Oh, gosh, guys. That'll be eight necrotic. Okay, that's you, not It's bad just all. like that, that prismic dragon in, in uh, whatever it was. DJ, no idea. You guys you all speak in Bailey. Yeah, yes, sir. You feel a very familiar sensation. I was wondering when he would do something. I know exactly who you're talking about. The sound of clopping hooves and a snort of breath. Yep. Mm -hmm. You My hear friend. a voice behind you that calls your name. Mm -hmm. This rasping, creaking voice. It just says, Bailey Patterson. And you actually all can all can hear this, uh, those of you who are alive, of course. Um, and sure enough, you notice that the the headless horseman has risen and has slowly been walking to go behind Bailey. Um, Bailey, it doesn't say anything else, but you know that you are presented with an option. A, a series of images flash through your head, and your Vision moves around the battlefield around you. First, it, you, of course, are looking at Bev, always ever present in the corner of your vision. Second, you see Sawyer fallen on the ground. Crowbar is staggering away. Things aren't looking good. Next, your vision moves to the gravestones. It almost zooms in on a most recent one. And on it, it says, Richard Patterson. your memory begins to move back. And for a moment, too fast for any of you to even notice, he actually briefly blacks out. And in that blackout, you see a lot of things. You see almost a third person perspective, your grandfather carrying you in his arms as he walks to a very familiar aspen tree. And you also see before that, him walking onto the baseball field, the same figure present in the air behind him, breathing, and just for a brief second, you see a slim red line around his neck. And you are presented with a choice, but with that choice, you hear a voice. You hear Gene Winchester making you promise something. Do you accept?
Whoa. Whoa. Oh, that just flew right over Grant's head. Gene, okay. Yeah, Gene Winchester, Winchester, Bev Winchester's father. Do you accept? Do you accept? That is the feeling that you are getting from this uh, headless horseman. Oh, gosh, father. Okay, Bailey. Because I know what Grant thinks. I, well, father. So this would imply that perhaps her father would be sacrificed for Ben? That, okay, what no, did no. You, her father make you promise? Oh, I That real slow, Grant. What did I tell you? Whoop. Yep, right over his head. So we love you, Grant. Right over his right over head. Emotional trauma, and it's 3.17 a.m., guys. So, repeat the question. I understand it now, but I need to hear it again. Do you accept yes or no? Uh, there is a right answer. Bailey, you hear another voice. This time it is the voice of your grandmother. And she says... When the Doolahan calls, the Pattersons answer. I feel like, uh, I think Bailey would realize what's happening, and he was he was just stoic, like no emotion before, but now he looks concerned and sad, but also a little bit content, as if he is almost comforted by the thought of this promise. And he looks over at Bev and he says, love casts out fear. And he, if he can, turns to face the Headless Horseman. Yes. And he sees him. There is a very warm horse, solid black in color, staring you in the eyes. I would say that the Doolahan is doing the same, but it doesn't have a head to do so. Other than the one hanging at its hip. Bailey takes a deep breath and says, I absolutely accept that promise. You see the Doolahan raise its scythe in its right hand and swing directly down at you, cleaving directly through your neck. But you feel no pain. Instead, now to all of you watching, the red line that was barely visible in the afternoon evening glow spreads and it begins to drip this bright red ichor down his chest. Mm-hmm. Bev, Sawyer, you both wake up. Anyone who has had their max HP reduced. It is now returned to your full max HP. You do not heal, though. Okay. Bailey Patterson, you have now activated your 20th level ability. Wait, what? You may take your turn. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, shoot. 20. Okay. If I remember correctly, in the field, Grandpa Richard uh, also activated, or you said something like that, did the 20th level mm-hmm. thing, and then the freaking dark scythe was following him. So, oh, it's so cool. 
Uh, okay. Oh boy. Oh boy. I gotta look at this. Um, and I, I have a, I have my things. thing pulled up so I can look. Okay. Um, I might just read it out loud uh, because I need to think through this. At 20th level, you can. It's called Final Harvest. At 20th level, you can call upon the powers of the greatest cultivator, Death itself. As an action, you can cause the visage of Death to surround you. For one minute, you gain the following benefits. Creatures of your choice, you have disadvantage on attacks against you if they can see you. After you hit a creature with the weapon attack, the creature hit cannot benefit from healing until the end of your next turn. When you hit a creature with a weapon attack, you can add 1d10 necrotic damage to the damage roll. Okay, sounds good. Um, so, okay, so I activate that ability, yes, and I you guess... you may now take your turn. Oh, cool. Um, I, Bailey turns to the freaking cow monster and, and says, you're not the only one with a scythe. And he swings it at the bad boy. <laughs> The cheesiest okay. line you can come up with. <laughs> I thought of uh, that a while specifically ago. Specifically, Bev and Sawyer, you are at half health. I'm assuming I'm not flanking. Uh, you can be. Yeah, there's people there. Grant's there, and he is ready to rock. It's true. I okay. Okay. That's a um, eighteen. Eighteen. Yeah, that definitely hits. <laughs> Guess what? Okay. Uh, Divine smoke. Should I second level Divine Smite? Probably. I have one more that of those. Recommended. Okay, okay, might as well do that. Um, let's roll that that first. Oh, okay, Ooh. that's initially a 13 damage. That was max. And then... And then 15 additional. So 28 total? Is that math? Uh, 13 plus 15? Yes, 28 total. Um, and then I have an extra attack. Uh, did you also add your D10 necrotic damage? I did not. Plus, because I have a 20th level ability active. Yes, so, you do at the moment. Yeah, I do that too. Um, 1D, so, oh, 1D10. Okay, gotcha. I'm yep. So he's figuring it out. Plus seven necrotic damage. So nice. 28 plus seven, 35? Yep. Yes. Excellent. And then guess what? I got another swinger. Yes, As you in, do. I just hit him again. Another swinger. Okay. One more swinging. Uh, that's better, actually. I think that's a that's a dirty twenty. That that'll hit. <gasps> Thank you. Okay. Now you can use another divine smite as well. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm gonna have to do a first level divine smite. That's good. Which is still good. Okay. So initial. Whoopsies. Missed. Uh. Uh, 12 plus. Uh oh, I get to re-roll those. Oh my, oh gosh, my god, so many re-rolls. Did I just remember an ability? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> he's learning. Becoming self-aware. Don't say that too soon. Plus 14, and then plus a d10 again. So that's 14 plus, what was the first number? 12. 12, so 28. 26. No, 26, math. Plus 8, which is 34. Four. Excellent. Nice. So, That's pretty darn you just, good, guys. You just Daily. beat me out of my 60 damage. <gasps> you turn to the Headless Horseman, the Doolahan, um, and you accept its offer. Uh, 
And for those of you watching, Bev, Sawyer, you look up from this dusty, dry, mold dirt. Look up at Bailey Patterson, and for a very brief moment, um, Bev, you especially see not just the visage of the horseman behind, but it reminds you very much of another paladin that you recently saw. Um, as Bailey swings his scythe, a second scythe follows behind it. One slice through the back, and then he brings it back around. For you, Bailey, this exact motion is what you have practiced for years mowing lawn every single time that mower broke down. And you swing it back through the divine light almost flickering and flowing off of it like rows of corn. And you slice through, and you slice clean through the body. And for a moment, it looks down and turns to you, and it says, well, that's a surprise. And then it begins to fall. And as it does, the top half just falls separately from the bottom uh -huh, uh -huh. and lands on the ground, head still awake, looking at you, but it cannot function. As its eyes peer into all of your souls, you are out of combat. Cool. Uh, okay. Um, <sighs> Bailey turns and walks quickly to Bev and said, and like, almost looks angry. He says, I promised your father I did whatever just happened. I promised him. You remember that? I promised him. What did you do, Bailey? I promised him that you would not be hurt. I, I don't know what Bailey, I did, Bailey, what did Bev. you do? I don't know. I, I accepted some offer. I'm assuming it's what my grandfather did for me, okay? Damn it, Bailey. What was I supposed to do? Let you, let you lie there? Tell your father? I couldn't live with that. I, I guess my family's just damned then. I guess this is the this is the pedestal we've taken. We can't choose this. Maybe after this thing's gone, maybe now maybe now things will be better for you guys, and honestly, that's fine for me. Jared approaches Bailey and slaps him. I don't deal damage, but I slap him. <laughs> I go with now the soft hand <laughs> instead of the backhand. Yeah, I say, listen, I don't know exactly how much time you have or what kind of offer you just made, but are you seriously going to spend whatever time you have left yelling at her? Didn't you just say that you were going to not do this thing? You're, You're right. real good at keeping promises. And he's uh, going to turn around and he's going to go help Sawyer up if she hasn't gotten up yet. He's just laying there. Okay. Sawyer, you are picked up by Jared, and very suddenly, as as soon as your as the golden light hits your eyes, you smell a sharp twinge of peppermint. Um, you see 
two things. First of all, you still see the silver wheel behind Jared very quickly turning and the lines begin to snap and pull. But more present than that, it is almost hard to look at Bailey Patterson as the red from his neck begins to flow down and pool at his feet in this glowing puddle of crimson red light. You can see very quickly the effigy behind him begins to flicker and waver. And slowly it turns and you notice now that the horse and rider have returned to their spot under the aspen tree. And very slowly, as the seconds tick by, 10, 20, 30, 40, the pool grows wider and wider until it almost begins to cover the field. Even looking with your eyes right now, it is hard to see. 50, one minute. The effigy fades. And the red begins to soak into the ground. And Bailey, as you're standing there, you look at your hand and it begins to turn into small grains of dirt. And very slowly, it begins to just fall off of you. It isn't painful, but it is slow. It moves down from your hand to your wrist, to your elbow, Can I walk to over? your arm. Bev, listen to me. Bev, I promised. It's better this way. Uh, you you live a good life, Bev. As, Find someone nice. As, as that'll make promises too. As he's saying all this to Bev, I'll just kind of hug Bailey. As you do, he slowly turns to beautiful black gardening dirt. And all that you're left with is an old tattered baseball cap. Is it of the, is it of the Kansas City? Can't sit royals. Chapelet. Am I still able to see? Or you are still that... able to see what you That's see almost worse. first more than anyone is a stone pop up and grow from the ground where the dirt lays. And then those small little creatures begin to crawl over to it. More than ever before, normally as you've noticed, they kind of go as they will, but this time every one of those little creatures crawls through the field and covers this stone tomb. And then a name is etched on it, Bailey Patterson. I, I walk over and give Bev a really big hug. I collapse. Um, Jared's gonna really quickly go over to Grant and hand him his book. And he goes, um, I'm not gonna need this anymore. I just hugged Jared. Sawyer, you can see the wheel seems to, fin to spin faster here. 
It's as though time moves faster in the in-between than it does back home. And as it does, one by one, the threads snap and twist and break. And soon, Jared, you can see your hand is, it isn't falling to pieces like Bailey's. It's as though part of you just stops existing. And slowly as these threads begin to fray and move and drift into the wind as they completely disappear, there is nothing left. By the end, not even the clothes, there is nothing. But Grant, you hear a voice, a voice that you haven't heard before, but Jared has confided in you and you think it is the same one. The voice of Arian Rod speaks to you and says, I'm so sorry, but this is all I can do. And you see the book is etched with a silver wheel. All of you take what you can and return to the land of of the living. For the moment, everything seems normal. Well, as normal as it can be. But Grant, you notice first as you go to Jared's house to try to give some version of what happened. His parents are confused. They don't understand what you're saying. They say that they never had a son. And as you go through the house, there are no football trophies. There's no letterman jacket. His room is empty. And as you all run through, you realize that it's like Jared never existed. Time continues and two funerals are had. One for the Pattersons, both Bailey and his grandfather. There are no bodies for the caskets, but many people attend the funeral because many people knew them. They were very well loved. But the second funeral is only attended by you because you're the only ones who remember him. And the only remaining proof that Jared ever even existed in this world is a small black book with a silver wheel on it. At the, uh, at Jared's funeral, I pull out the, uh, the last letter that he gave me and I go up to the gravestone that he gave us. Just read the second half of it. Tell the rest that I love them. Remind them that they're good people. You have all been so good to me. Even when we grew apart, I still considered you all friends. Thanks for all the good times and somewhat tender memories. Oh, and uh, tell Bailey to get his head out of his ass. Also tell Sawyer to 
that I'll be uh, keeping an eye out for her. And she wants you to commune with him. Or at least try to. I, I pull. He says he needs more sleep. I just pull Sawyer and Bev close. Arm around each other. Time continues for those that remain. But how does the story end? Sawyer is the first to leave the funerals, returning to her place of comfort in the woods. But as the sun begins to fall, she returns alone and sits before the grave of a man erased from fate, praying he will respond to her desperate calls. As the golden light of dusk falls upon her, she feels a sense of peace. And as she rises, so too does a field of wildflowers. No one has seen the Blakely girl since then, when her mother was asked, she smiled a bittersweet smile and said, Sawyer is wandering the forest paths. Only her friends know the truth, as after waking from a nightmare, they are greeted with the coo of a morning dove, a crown of lilacs, and the sharp smell of peppermint. As summer ends, Grant goes to college as planned, but, much to his father's chagrin, as a counseling major, rather than ag business. He also takes the reins of the Homestead Society, swearing to never let the same mistakes happen again. He even helps Devin study up, getting into UNL on an English scholarship. But, during the summer, when the winds are low and the smell of rain is in the air, he returns to a lonely baseball field to pitch to an empty catcher's box. Crowbar returns to his dad's shop throwing himself into his work. As Grant grows a society, Crowbar grows their firepower, becoming their long-needed smith. Eventually, he takes over the mechanic's shop, and the business thrives under his hand. But, as the nights grow colder, Eugene is often woken in the middle of the night, grasping for an old rusty crowbar, running from a dream filled with fire and ash, as the window is now filled with three figures his mother, and two young men struck down before their time. Bev Winchester never gets over Bailey. She is eventually entrusted with the Patterson Farm, where she learns and keeps their traditions, and starts some of her own. In her garden rests a sign labeled Bailey's Blooms, which from it hangs a battered baseball cap. When she has a son, she teaches him the values of keeping promises and respecting the land. But when the warm summer storms roll in, with thunder cracking like rifles and its lightning dancing mirrors in the sky, Bev sits alone on an old porch swing, made for two.
Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to miss you all and all of my friends. But they're still out there. They're in the wrestle of trees when the wind blows. In your dreams as you fall asleep. They're in the crack of thunder as a storm rolls through. And maybe, when it's late, and you're out by yourself, you'll hear a whisper in the wind and think of a certain Patterson. You can find more stories and content like this at twitch.tv slash thepaperdungeon on Mondays at 7pm Central Standard Time. Be sure to give us a follow on all of our socials at The Paper Dungeon and our YouTube channel also at The Paper Dungeon. This story has been a blast to tell and we're so happy to have had you here with us. We hope to see you again next time. And as always, good luck and Godspeed. See you next time, Dungeoneers.